0: Orion Rising. I'm your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. Show this out, show this out, show this out. Welcome. It's Friday. That means Law of One. Law of One classes today, right? Hold on. Let me take that overlay off. So you guys can see me. There I am. My computer, I apologize. My computer decided that. Every single program installed on this computer needed to update right now. Not kidding. Every app, every program. And when I tried to open the program an hour ago to insert the uh, law of one so it wouldn't have to use YouTube, that would not load. Every time I tried to load, it would crash. And literally, up until Three minutes ago, I didn't know if I was going to be able to go live. So I apologize because everything is taxed out. I have everything turned off. The only thing that's on, I don't even have uh, Facebook on to monitor. I don't even have my email open. I literally have YouTube and StreamYard up right now because everything else is completely overwhelming my computer right now. So I apologize if, for whatever reason, uh, my mic's cutting out. I'm going to turn my camera off. That'll... Lower my latency. Right. Um, But I will be sharing the video from YouTube again this week uh, because I couldn't open the other program. I tried to open it five times in the last hour and each time it would start to open and then just crash. There was just too much stuff going on and everything kept trying to update. I have right now I have 27 Microsoft things that need to update all right now. Everything for uh, Windows is updating, even though I did the update last week, right? So now there's another update, apparently, for the update, um, which does happen, right? That happens, uh, you know, in different things. So it could be that they have another update. I don't know. All I know is that every fucking thing, pardon my language, on my computer decided to update, including the drivers. The drivers are updating. The programs were updating, my microphone drivers, my speaker drivers, everything, right? So all that crazy energy that's going on today, right, uh, is is uh, affecting even my computer. My, my cell phone was doing the same thing. Everything had to update, right? Even when I was trying to play my video game, I was playing World of Warcraft. That even had an update. <laughs> and they do maintenance on Tuesday and today's Friday and there was a new update on friday their busiest day friday saturday sunday is the busiest day worldwide for them and they had an update today and i i log on every day so it wasn't like i missed the update by logging on you know logging on like i with this computer maybe there was updates during the week and i missed it because i didn't log on to the computer on this computer earlier right isn't that crazy okay so we will be doing the love one from YouTube again, and we are on. Uh, you can see up there. This is class number four. If you've missed any of the classes, go back and watch it because I I started over. After I started over, I started over doing the sessions, and then started over for the classes. So if you go back, uh, not in history to whatever that says in this reality that I ended which says last year, I think in 2021, which in fact, I ended it in a 2019, whatever, right? In this reality, it says there's something different. It's a Mandela effect. I shifted, obviously, realities. And Rob, who was here last week, said, wait, I remember you doing that too and finishing in 2019. I was like, well, then at least I know you're here with me. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, let me pull this up on the screen. I'll add this in. So we will be uh, doing the full screen, and we will be watching that. We are going to pick up right at question 6.4. We're actually on 6.5, I think. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and start on at 6.4 and then uh, go from there uh, forward. Right? Right, Denise, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know, right? Everybody decided to take time off. Instead of doing Skull Island by myself, it would just be me talking about whatever I would normally talk about. I'm, I'm forced to take time off as well. Uh, and then uh, I was supposed to be doing uh, the pervy perspective. Every Thursday I have yet to do that in a month of, of or her inviting me to be on. So, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I just don't have Facebook opened. Right, I am. I am broadcasting on Facebook and YouTube. I just closed Facebook so that I would save latency for the show. I did open it, and I know that I'm live there because I checked on my phone while the music was on. Uh, So I do know that I'm on Facebook. I just don't have it open, right? So I did. I had it there to go live, and then that was it, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah, Denise is answering. Sorry, guys, for those of you who can't see that chat, she's answering. She's and you're actually on uh, YouTube, right? Yeah, you're on YouTube. You're not even on Facebook. So I had some people. I think my sister, one of my sisters, was on uh, last week, and she was like, I couldn't see everybody's comments. Well, that's because you were on, on uh, probably on Facebook, and there was comments coming from YouTube, and you can't see those. But I think to you guys on on uh, YouTube can see the Facebook and YouTube comments. Don't quote me. I don't know for certain. Okay, so we're going to get into the law of one. I'm not going to go with the backstory. It's in the description. I, you know, I, I waste a lot of time every week trying to catch everybody up. You guys need to do a little bit of homework uh, and, and do that. Those of you who uh, hear this on the MP3 are like, right now, Denise, you're the only one in the audience. Nobody else is showing up. It's Friday. Everybody's partying or they're just tired. Uh, I've had like 37 people say they were interested in the law of one. Some people which is really odd Joined messenger and they were like so where's the law of one and i was like okay how did you how did you get into the law of one chat which there's four chats open now i'm trying to condense them all and get everybody to move into the one that i created uh called uh, a of one class chat the other one they've opened three other chats and i have to go on the computer i didn't have time today because i can't do it on my phone I can't change the specs to not allow anyone to start a chat room and to to leave a message telling everybody there is a chat room and then have a link to that. If not, have them contact me and then I can link them into the chat. But, yeah, I have I have seven people, I think, in each all three of the chats. And then there's like 15 in the class chat. Right. So I have another 21 people that haven't even been introduced to the class yet because they uh, have started their own a law of one chat from whichever version of the, uh, of, uh, you know, every time I I made a class, it's allowing everyone to start. So if somebody clicks on December, they start a new chat <laughs> for December when it's actually uh, it's supposed to be all to go into one. There's Facebook for you. Right. So I'm trying to get everybody out of those and delete them as I go. We'll see what happens there. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, Most people aren't here. Like I said, show this out. I'm not sharing it out because I don't have time. My computer is doing uh, everything it can to keep me off of the internet tonight. So I'm going to make sure I was going to run it on my phone. I seriously thought about doing that for a second. If this thing didn't work, I was going to hop on my phone and it runs it better anyway than this fucking computer. No offense to this computer. It's a good computer. It's just my phone is, it runs it better because of the app. You know what I mean? I I don't have latency problems with my phone. I'm on 5G. Here I'm hardwired into the internet. But, I mean, the internet I have the second fastest internet speed you can get as a human being or as a uh, non-government official. Right? That's no joke. I I looked because I was mad at Xfinity. I looked around to see who I was going to replace it with. Everybody does like 200. Maybe maybe 400, uh, you know, megabytes per second. Maybe most of the places are one to 200. I'm doing like 800 or 1,000. I'm doing a thousand megabytes a second, and my computer is still right now taxing itself out. Right? That's crazy. Okay, time to upgrade that processor to a 64-bit processor. That's what the problem is. I need a dual quad or a quad 64-bit. I have one. I just have to install it in my computer. But my computer is a lay down, not a stand up. So when it's a lay down computer, the top opens up and that creates a problem. I'm going to have to take everything all out of this box and put it into one of the stand up boxes I have over here. I have some huge stand up boxes. I'm going to have to do that or build one. That's what we used to do back in the day make them out of wood and insert fans. Right? I, I may just do that. I don't know. We'll find. Oh, we'll see. I may just buy another computer. I'm planning on buying a laptop because my laptops are all slow and I can't play my video game. So I'm planning on doing that anyways. Okay, I'm going to push this up into full screen. I'm going to turn off my camera so you guys don't uh, see me. Sorry, I hit settings instead of turning my camera off. Okay, now you guys won't see my ugly mug, right? I'm going to go into full screen there and we'll go ahead and start with question four. uh, And then we're just going to get into it, okay? And we'll just go. So here we go. No more time wasted. Here we are. And again, I apologize because it's being slow. So I apologize if that happens and it it glitches. That's because it's freaking uh, annoying to me as well as you, right? So here we go.
1: Question 6.4. Questioner, I think this might be an appropriate time to include a little more background on yourself, possibly information having to do with where you came from prior to your involvement with planet Earth. If this is Possible, I am Ra. I am with the social memory complot One of those who voyaged outward from another planet within your own solar system, as this entity would call it. The planetary influence was that you call Venus. We are a race old in your measures. When we were at the sixth dimension, our physical be, our physical body complex covering, which you call the integument, had a golden luster. In this form.
0: <clears throat> Sorry, I paused right there because I saw that my
1: uh, Internet is, of course,
0: uh, glitching a little bit and moving slow. Right. Yeah. And now Microsoft is not uh, responding. Right. So I apologize for that. Right. See there. There's the there was the issue just then. Uh, it was not responding and I was glitching out. And I'm sure you guys uh, had like dead air for a second while everything was buffing. So I apologize for that. Like I said, every program and every app on my computer decided today, right at four o'clock, even though I have that crap scheduled to update at other times. But I do turn off my computer. So, uh, you know, but my phone does the same thing. It doesn't start acting live until I touch my phone. It can sit there for an hour and then you hear shit coming in bling, 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 and you pick up your phone. I pick up my phone and I open it. And then all of a sudden, everything goes bling, 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 bling. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And and it's not like I'm not on the internet because everything is logged on. I don't have everything turned off to where the only way it does that is if I'm touching it. So, right. So, you know, the truth is all this stuff doesn't work the way they want it to. And the fact that every single company has 47 uh, programs designed to steal all of your information and sell it to somebody as soon as you open Facebook, Google, YouTube, which is Google, anything, everybody, all apps steal your information. So they're on constantly and they have a program that is ghosting you and everything that you're doing and uh, recording everything and kicking it to people who are designing commercials for you. That's why you can talk about something and you'll get a commercial for it if you have a voice activated remote control, which I do, or if you have Alexa or uh, you know one of those other devices in your house. You think it's not on until you say uh, Alexa this or Alexa that. Peter, welcome. But that thing's paying attention to everything. I know this because I saw the study where they had to try and decide what they were going to do about hearing murders and rapes and uh, life uh, abuse and child abuse and crime on these devices, which are, in fact, recording 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year, whether, you're, whether you think it's recording or not. Unless you go in and tell the device, do not do it. And Google, no matter what you do, uh, that, that company is just recording everything you do, everything you say. I, hey, I got deplatformed. Because I downsized what they were into in my life. And so because of that, I got deplatformed from everything that Google owns and then had to uh, delete that account and start a brand new email with them. And a new account to have the the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, YouTube channel that I have now that Denise is on. Not a joke. And I couldn't even go to their search engine. Not like there is another search engines out there. I was like, oh, you you guys told me, right? I'm like, oh, you told me you deplatformed platformed me and deleted over a thousand episodes of my show off of your platform, which everybody's leaving anyway. It's just like Facebook, everybody's leaving. It's just like, uh, you know, New York City, San Francisco, California, all the Seattle, Washington, all the places that these same people that are trying to take over the world own. Uh, everybody except for their fans of their religion is leaving those places. Same thing on the Internet. Eventually, I won't be on Facebook at all or YouTube at all because I'll be on other platforms that we don't tell you about. Everybody says, oh, Twitter got rid of Donald Trump. He doesn't have a voice. I'm like, you guys are fucking morons. Donald Trump tweets just as much as he did on Twitter. He's just somewhere else, and we're not telling you where. Because then you guys will flood that fucking place and try to shame that company uh, and control that company into uh, bullying everybody and getting us off the Internet. There are several places that all of the people that are not your crazy liberal wackos are actually on. And you guys just don't know about it because we don't tell you. You guys are all screaming past each other on, on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, and we're not even listening anymore. We don't even care what you're saying. And guess what? No one else does either. CNN has fired almost every single person on their staff that was on the air a year ago today, and almost everybody is is fired. You know why? Because their ratings went from 20 million people. It wasn't that high, but it was something like 10 million people a day. On, on not a joke. On uh, at the at the uh, you know the the uh, prime time hours to 600,000 or less, and that is just all the people who. Uh, Agree with their religion. Right. And so the new guy, they hire a new guy to save the place after the old guy like blew it up and spent over a billion dollars on CNN plus that lasted about a half a second. (laughs) Not kidding. Uh, So they fired. Everybody. The only one left now, I think, is Don Lemon. And that's because uh, he hasn't been fired yet. They just got rid of Humpty Dumpty uh, fucking yesterday. Right. And so, yeah, MSNBC is next. They're, they have no ratings either. They're going down, too, because what? There's no Donald Trump. <laughs> they don't have Donald Trump to throw rocks at, man. And so because of that, Twitter is going out of business. CNN's going out of business. They need to bring back Donald Trump. You got the U.S. government that's going after him and trying to stop him from running for president. That's the best thing that happened to that party and, the, and their entire religion. I think it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. The Republicans are part of that religion, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Republican. I know half of you out there just got triggered, and you're like, oh, he's a Republican. Ram, I'm turning the station. There's your ego. We talked about that last week. And if you get your ego gets triggered by anything that I say, you have work to do. Okay? doesn't matter what it is. I'm not going to say those words that I know are programmed into men and women's heads, right? Because you guys have words. Words like word a word <laughs> right that means nothing except for what you believe it means it's just like the monetary system that we're using the uh, money system the caveat uh, money system and the and the uh, uh, pound the sterling um, they're fake don't mean anything. They only represent what you think they mean. The euro doesn't mean anything. It's monopoly money. It's paper. It's fake. The American dollar is paper. It's fake. Most of the money on the planet is fake. It's not based on anything tangible in real life. It's just a piece of paper that they print. Right? And words are the same way. Words only have the value that you put on them. That's why we say that the truths that we cling to depend greatly on our, a certain point of view, our point of view. Right? Okay, so let's get back to now. Raw. they just said they were from Venus. That's the Council of Venus, but they were also from there. That's the rings of Saturn and Venus. Well, they're not the rings of Venus because you can't see those, but there are some there. But you can't see them. You can see the rings of Saturn. But people are living in those rings of Saturn. It's just a completely different part of the reality that we're not privy to. We can't see it because our vibratory pattern is, in fact, three-dimensional here third density okay so he started claiming and talking about or they did talking about exactly what it was they looked like when they were here right so uh, you call the the uh, instrument had the body right our physical body complex covering which you call the instrument right or the the in uh, right the, the yeah the, it had a golden luster right no it's, it, he didn't say that he said, uh, in entanglement, entanglement, we'll have to rewind that just a tad and hear what he said and what that word is. He's probably gonna say it wrong anyway. So, here we go. entanglement entanglement Okay, so all right, here we go. So, I had a golden luster, right? Here we go.
1: Decided to come among your peoples, your peoples at that time were much unlike us in physical appearance, as you might call it. We Thus, did not mix well with the population and were obviously other than the. Thus, our visit was relatively short, for we found ourselves in.
0: Right. So that's buffing. I apologize. We'll see what that does, right? It's, yeah, it's my internet, it's saying that it's not. Uh... Uh, not responding. Microsoft is frozen right now. It's not responding again. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. So, I do apologize. If you guys can't hear me, then uh, I'll have to figure that out. Why? It's freezing. It's freezing because everything is is on, right? I apologize for that. Now it's, now, it's turning back on. So, hopefully, you guys can hear me. So, I apologize. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. Uh, and it's just tripping. I don't know why. What is this right here? Right. Yeah. See. So it's it's saying that I'm having I'm getting interruptions in this and and that's that's uh, something that's going on. I'll have to take a look at it and see if I can do it while we're live. But let me go back over here and and, uh, and press play here. and Get this going.
1: Okay. position of being claimed as other than your other self. Oops. This was the time during which we built the structures in which you show interest. Question six point five. Questioner, how did you journey from Venus to this planet? Ra, we used thought. Question 6.6. Questioner, would it have been possible to have taken one of the people of this planet at the time and placed him on Venus? Would he have survived? Were conditions on Venus hospitable? Ra, the third density conditions are not hospitable to the life forms of your peoples the fifth and sixth dimensions of that planetary sphere are quite conducive to growing learning teaching. Question 6.7. Questioner, how were you able to make the transition from Venus? Did you have to change your dimension to walk upon the Earth? Ra, you will remember the exercise of the wind. The dissolution into nothingness is the dissolution into unity, for there is no nothingness, from the sixth dimension, we are capable of manipulating, I thought, the intelligent infinity present in each particle of light or distorted light so that we were able to clothe ourselves in a replica visible in the third density of our mind, body, spirit complexes in the sixth density. We were allowed this experiment by the council which guards this planet. Questions?
0: All right, so I've, I... It was Dropbox again. Dropbox is open four times <laughs> to try and do an update. Uh, and it just is consistently trying to recycle and, and update. And that was what the problem was just then. So I finally closed that. I uh, sort of will probably pop up again. So I apologize. But I wanted to point out right here that uh, the, right here is where Raw, where they're saying that the, they had permission from the council which oversees this planet. OK, so everyone, I want you guys all to, to address in your minds this whole, you know, UFO alien question. Everyone's like the UFOs are everywhere and they're coming down and they're kidnapping us and they're doing tests on us. All of that, just so you know, are aliens who live on or in this planet. OK, nobody is this whole entire solar system, not just our planet, the entire solar system. Is on lockdown and is being patrolled and has a, a shield that is up around the entire solar system so that no one can actually fly into this zone from outside without permission. Okay, this is something that's been happening for approximately, um, people are saying maybe 125,000 years, but if we look at uh, you know, uh, just since Raw's been here, because Raw was only here about, uh, you know, 20,000 years ago, 25,000 years ago, well, when they came to uh, this planet. Okay, but this planet has been stuck for a long time, but it hasn't really been stuck that long. It's, it's a weird temporal thing, and that's why. So for us, it appears that our planet has been stuck for like 125,000 years, when in fact it's only been stuck since 1938. It's just when you arrive here, this is that part that's the weirding thing that screws people up. When you arrive on this planet and get boots on the ground, because the past is separate from the present and the future is separate from the present, which that only happens in third dimension, third density, by the way, once you leave the third dimension, that goes away and everything just happens now. So when people get here in this reality... That every other, you know, if you go to any third dimensional, third density planet, anywhere in every universe, it's exactly the same as here. Now, not saying that everything is exactly like this and it's an Earth and all. It's completely different. Uh, And some of them are similar to us. Some of them are are just like us. And there's humans on them. 24% of the entire population of the entire universe is, in fact, human. Okay, so there are other planets out there that have people look just like us. The difference is. Uh, very uh, small the the all the organs and everything are the same it's just the the skin color and and hair color and eye color is the only thing that's changed that would kind of freak you out if you thought that's why you see like the blue avians being blue right uh there are indigo people there's purple people there's yellow people there's orange people there's uh, all kinds of different colors some uh humans are are like zebras they have many different colors i mean look at me i have I have freckles, so I have, like, every single uh, pigment from every single race on this planet on me, right? So that's kind of crazy. Debbie, hello. Reese, hello. Julie, hello. I I didn't say hello. Peter, I said hello to you before. I don't know if you heard me. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead. Now that it seems to have calmed down a little bit, I'll keep an eye on it. If things start getting tripping, it's because all the programs are still trying to update, right? So let me go back over here, and we'll continue. But they have permission to be here. Okay. They had permission to be here from the sixth density. Never, nevertheless, it is a disillusion into unity, for there is no there is no nothingness from the sixth density. We are capable of manipulating by thought the intelligent infinity present in each particle of light.
1: Six point eight. Question. Where is this council located? Ra, this council is located in the octave or eighth dimension of the planet Saturn, taking its place in an area which you understand in third dimensional terms as the rings.
0: See, and that's what I was just talking about a second ago. So inside the rings of Saturn is an entire race of people that are actually there. And that is our council. Of, of uh, of you know, what you hear people say, the council of seven, council of nine, council of 14. I don't know how many races are involved in that um, right now. I know that there's at least seven, uh, but I believe that it's the entire, uh, all the races that make up the human race our DNA, right? Because we are royalty and they have all donated their DNA to make this human form. So I believe that it is that, you know, 14 or whatever it is, races. Uh, It's not any more than that. People go, there's a hundred million races in the, no, no, there's a hundred billion, billion, trillion, gazillion races in the universe. Yes, but not on the council and Saturn. Okay. Uh, So there's just some things that are misnomer, but there you go. So, you know, if you guys don't want to believe in aliens, you don't have to, it's not your, you know, you can do whatever you want. Okay. I'm going to continue here. Question 6.9. Questioner.
1: Are there any people such as you find on earth on any of the other planets in our solar system ra do you request space-time present information or space-time continuum information question 6.10 questioner both ra at one time space in what is your past there was a population of third density beings upon a planet which dwelt within your solar system there are various names by which this planet has been named the vibratory sound complex most usually used by your peoples is Moldek. These entities, destroying their planetary sphere, thus were forced to find room for themselves upon this third density, which is the only one in your solar system at their time-space present, which was hospitable and capable of offering the lessons necessary to decrease their mind, body, spirit distortions with respect to the law of one. Question 6.11. Questioner, how did they come here? Ra, they came through the process of harvest and were incarnated through the processes of incarnation from your higher spheres within this density. Question 6.12. Questioner, how long ago did this happen? Ra, I am having difficulty communicating with this instrument. We must deepen her state. This occurred approximately 500,000 of your years ago. Question 6.13 questioner is all of the earth's human population then originally from moldek answer i am ra this is a new line of questioning and deserves a place of its own the ones who were harvested to your sphere from the sphere known before its dissolution as other names but to your peoples as Moldec, incarnated many within your earth's surface rather than upon it the population of your planet contains many various groups harvested from other second dimension and cycled third dimension spheres. You are not all one race or background of beginning. The experience you share is unique to this time-space continent.
0: Oh, I'm going to pause it right there real quick. I wanted to let it run, and we'll go away. Oh, actually, I should let that run and go to the next uh um thing right so that was that's uh part one of two for session six let me go ahead and let that play to the end okay so i wanted to point out moldeck right he talked about or they talked about moldeck right it's probably going to be a commercial yeah so we'll just let that play and i'll i'll skip it when i get a chance but moldeck is what we call the kuiper belt now because moldeck as he was talking about there they blew up their entire planet with nuclear weapons Okay, and uh, let me, there we go. So now we're on to 6.14. So they they blew up their planet 500, what do you say, 500,000 years ago, 560,000 years ago? They blew up their planet using nuclear weapons. The same thing happened to the Martians, the people that used to live on Mars. Uh, They blew themselves up. So the the people who survived that, the people from um, Mars, Actually, got themselves stuck and in, in, uh, froze themselves with fear, and uh, by using particle beam weapons. That's why you have that big swath there, and that's how we got the Grand Canyon. By the way, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a river that flew through the Grand Canyon uh, for uh, trillions and trillions of years, like the very first. It would have to be the very first river, because all other rivers didn't cut a, a swath that deep, except for the Grand Canyon right so that would suggest that either that river is the original river and it's been here for a trillion years and none of the other rivers that are currently on the planet have been here for more than uh you know uh, five thousand years otherwise they would have cut a deeper hole this, themselves uh, uh, or something else happened so it was a particle beam weapon because of the war that was going on between mars and and uh and not just mars but Muldeck uh, at the time prior and other places, I'm not going to get involved in that right now, but if you read the scrolls that talk about the the, the two times before, the two destructions before the deluge, before the flood, uh, you can read those in the Colburn Bible, which is the one that is in Scotland, or you can read that in the, the Bible uh, in, in Ireland, the book of Kells. Uh, in Ireland, they talk about the other, uh, in fact, I think the book of T- Kells goes back to all seven uh, prior uh, incarnations or the all six because we're on seven, uh, all six prior incarnations. But if not, you can read the colbran Bible, which came out of Egypt. The scrolls did with the Exodus, and then the Scottish monks got a hold of the scrolls and rescribed them and and added them to their Bible. So you can read the first six books of the Colburn Bible, and that's all the scrolls that came out of Egypt to talk about uh, uh, deluge or and and other. Uh, Wars, which is what is talked about in the, in the Vedic of the Hindus in uh, India, where they talk about the war of the gods and all of the stuff that happened there, which is in their uh, Bhagavad Gita, I always say that wrong, in the Mahabharata. Uh, so if you read those, they also talk about time before the flood where there was a war of the gods. And there's always been talk about that. Even Conan the Barbarian was based on that, where the gods had a war between the gods and they forgot the secret of steel and left it on the battlefield. And we humans found it. That was the whole purpose for all of that entire uh, series to be written, was that they got the secret of steel from the gods who left it behind when they left Earth after they killed each other. And uh, that, that was based loosely on, or directly on, the Hindu uh, creation story of the of uh, Krishna and uh, you know and the like, everybody, in the battle of the gods uh, that happened here on this earth and above the earth, and the Germans witnessed that and wrote it down. Uh, uh, where, and that's uh, you can look that up. Uh, so their uh, you know pantheon goes back far enough where they remember it and wrote it down. So are the Romans, right? So you have these uh, the in the Greeks you have these uh, societies and the Australians. And the, and the Native Americans in North America, or actually
1: in all the Americas, that ha- remember this stuff.
0: Okay, so let's continue. Question
1: 6.14. Questioner, I think that it would be appropriate to discover how the law of one acts in this transfer of beings to our planet and the action of harvest. Answer, I am Ra. The law of one states simply that all things are one, that all beings are one. There are certain behaviors and thought forms consonant with the understanding and practice of this law. Those who, finishing a cycle of experience, demonstrate various grades of distortion of that understanding of thought and action will be separated by their own choice into the vibratory distortion most comfortable to their mind, body, spirit complexes.
0: All right, so that right there tells you what we're all going through, okay? So Literally, when your cycle of life ends, all of the information that you gathered and your experiences that you experienced during that lifetime come into play when you are in the place of recovery, right? And you sit there with your guides and yourself and you go over everything that you learned and what you didn't learn and what you had set out to learn while you're here. And if you didn't learn the things that you were supposed to, when you come back in a new incarnation, guess what? That is presented by the universe once again, because you chose that. God has done nothing to you. God isn't the one who is overseeing your life and flicking you like a a baby pee. Okay? That doesn't take into account at all. God is not in control of, of everything about your life. Okay? Right, uh, uh, Peter says the book of Kells is bound and turned into four books, and then he put Spider Man Lane. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. That's him talking to his phone, and his phone thought it said Spider Man Lane, and uh, and I'm sure that it's not that uh, when he's talking to his phone. Uh, so, Peter, that last part didn't come through and translate right, but you guys get to. So they they had to break uh, the book of Kells into four books because it is so large; it can take you your entire life trying to study it. You'll never study the entire thing. That's how he, it's insane. The amount of knowledge in the book of Kells is insane, right? I'm working on it now, and I'm sure Peter is too, and and I still don't know anything. Scratching the surface. Okay, so so they're talking about, you know, what happens during your incarnation. And I tell people this all the time. The entire purpose for us here is to experience life. And to learn. We're in school, just like grade school, 0 through 12, before you go to college. And in that, you have what we call general education, where you learn general because you learn everything. There's stuff that you need to learn, although it's all spiritual, but it does still have you have to learn you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, history, all of that. But you also have to learn all of the things that actually count and that they've taken away from us. From our schools, like spirituality, love, knowledge, intelligence, infinity, right? And survivability, and uh, and uh, uh, you know, defeating the ego and becoming an adult, and then uh, passing that information on to the next generation and trying to give all generations behind us one hundred percent of all knowledge that we have gained from the generation prior to. All of that is taken away, and you get nothing from the prior generation except don't have sex until I tell you to, quit screwing around, leave that bedroom door open. If that bedroom door closes, I'm kicking everybody out, and that's basically it. Don't do as I say, not as I do. And your parents have failed you. That's not their fault. They didn't choose. None of them chose to fail you. They failed you because they were failed. It started, you know, uh, with an entire. Uh, population of the planet being eradicated on purpose or attempted to to give everybody a calling basically to eradicate everybody and, and have them be reborn and have the everybody be veiled again that has been the modus operandi the mo of the nefarious people on this planet from day one that's called population control they anyone who is in any way outspoken, they kill you or imprison you. Look at the Uyghurs in China. Those people have been around since the dawn of time, and they're now they're slaves. And they're there, I've seen them being moved, being blindfolded and handcuffed and you know, bound and gagged, and not being able to do anything, or even see what they're doing. And they're just moved and sat down and everybody's lined up in a line and And these people do work and that their entire existence and the Chinese aren't hiding it. The Americans and all the rest of the planet hide their slaves. So you don't even know that they're actually there. And then they blame it on like the cartels here in the United States. Well, there's a sex slave trade. and It's those evil cartels that we're doing nothing about to stop, mind you. And the drug trade coming from China. We need to stop that. We're not doing anything to stop that whatsoever. You should ask those questions to yourself. Why is it that both of these political parties, they're in charge, even like the third piddly-ass, fourth and fifth piddly-ass parties in this country where you have about five people in the Green Party and the Independent Party and the Slave Party and the Do-Nothings and all of those people because that's all they are. None of them do anything. Why is it that the establishment, no matter the name of the party, ever actually does anything? You know why? They're not entitled to do anything. Do you notice that I use the word entitlement there? Because what they're entitled to is to be entitled. And that's all they do. They make millions and billions for themselves on the backs of you, me, and everybody else who they call their slaves. You just don't know that you're their slave. You think the word citizen means you're free and that you're not a slave. You really need to look into that, okay? It means that you are a slave. And it doesn't matter what country you're in, all of them are identical. Every government is identical, in it's uh, underneath whatever they're pretending is uh, is is not the same as every other country. But they're all identical, and they're all trying to to make you their slaves again. And it's not working this time because there's people that have been uh, talking about this information. Why is he talking politics? Here he goes again. And your ego is getting bruised because you don't understand why it is that I'm talking politics. Because you think politics are separate from spiritualism. Well, they are for your spiritualism if you're spiritual. Because if you're spiritual in any way, there's a very good possibility that you haven't chose evil. If you're here listening to me and you're evil, you're doing it just to, to make yourself feel better by going that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I listen to a show; to you. It's not a clue what he's even talking about. He's just rambling on about politics, ego, 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 ego. Right? So what what's happening it, with that is that the the whole ch- separation of church and state is the, because they don't want they don't want people who are in service to others being able to influence their religion, okay? So you need to understand that. That's part of, that's the flip side to the coin. All of that is the law of one. Everyone thinks that, uh, that spiritualism and religion is just the good God and good stuff, and that's it. There is nothing else except for that fake satanic group, that fake Luciferian group. The truth is, they're in control, Jack. They're even in control of your religion or spiritual practice if you go to a box anywhere that's called a church, a synagogue, or whatever whatever they call it, in whatever religion. Look at the people at the top and you'll find out they're in charge there. They've taken control of everything. So am I being political? If you want to see it that way, you have a choice. You can say that what I'm saying to you is politics and you can get mad at me and leave. Go find someone else to listen to shaking their ass or wiggling their penis at you, right? And then you can go, oh, I spent the whole day yeah, listening to somebody who made sense. That guy's a jackass. No, doesn't know what he's talking about. Anybody who's making money doing this, what I'm doing to you and they're rich, they're selling you a product. They're not selling you a spiritual ideology. They're not giving you actual truth. and the, And they're afraid to say certain things like all the shit that I just said in the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes. They're afraid to say any of that because they don't want to lose anybody. They want everybody paying them money, and they're begging you for money 24/7. And they're and they're doing, you know, having all their stuff uh, go here, and you'll get my special, uh, you know, a uh, news uh, uh, cycle, and I'll send it to your email for $9.99 a month, for a dollar a month, for five dollars a month, whatever it is. They nickel and dime you to death like like everybody else does. Okay. So let's continue on with this. But just know that, guys, get it in your head. Realize there are two religions, there are two spiritual uh, mindsets and spiritual ways of thinking. One is in service to others, and the other is in service to self. The ones that are in service to others are considered the good religion about God and the One. And those in service to self are those people trying to have power control, run you, and be rich, monetary, everything is about physical now because they don't believe in God or whatever you call that. They don't believe in anything spiritual that you believe in because that is evil in their minds. Let's continue.
1: This process is guarded or watched by those nurturing beings who, being very close to the law of one in their distortions, nevertheless have the distortion towards active service. Thus, the illusion is created of light, or more properly but less understandably, light love. This is in varying degrees of intensity. The spirit complex of each harvested entity moves along the line of light until the light grows too glaring, at which time the entity stops. This entity may have barely reached third density or may be very, very close to the ending of the third density light love distortion vibratory complex. Nevertheless, those who fall within this octave of intensifying light love then experience a major cycle during which the opportunities are many for the discovery of the distortions which are inherent in each entity and therefore the lessening of these distortions question 6.15 questioner what is the length in our years of one of these cycles ra one major cycle is approximately 25000 of your years there are three cycles of this nature during which those who have progressed may be harvested at the end of three major cycles that is approximately between 75 and 76000 of your years
0: okay so that's very important to realize okay so each cycle there's each cycle everything is in a cyclical nature each cycle is 25000 years long and it takes seventy six thousand years, right? And so, at the end of each cycle, those people who are ready can be harvested. So, even if you're ready right now, and if we are like, if we are at the already past the end of a cycle and we're on the next cycle, you don't get to to ascend. It's just the way the universe works. So then you're you're stuck here like everybody else, you just live each life knowing you you wake up a lot faster than you would normally and you' and you're here but then what happens is you either become a ruthless dictator in evil and try to kill everybody and murder everybody to keep your status or you in some way try to help people because you're in service to, to others, not in service to self and you try to better everyone so that at the end of the next cycle more people can then ascend. Okay, and, and so you get to do it in, in increments of 25,000 years, and usually by 76, 75 to 76,000 years, whoever has been on the planet, the, the longest, obviously, is going to be able to graduate. The problem is, in the last 76,000 years, one person, one, one soul only. Has left this planet and not come back. Okay. 38 in the last cycle, 38 25,000 years ago, were eligible but decided to come back and recycle to help everyone. So you need to realize that. That's what people are talking about uh, you know, when they say we've been stuck. Okay. And and to our appearance, to our from our perspective. The planet has been stuck for 150,000 years. The truth is it has not. It got stuck in 1938. Grover's Mill. <laughs> okay That whole story really did happen. And they try to tell you that if you watch uh, the, the, the movie or read the, the book book Ruban's Eye across the, the fifth dimension or the fourth dimension or whatever it was, I think it was the fifth dimension. If you listen to that storyline, they're telling you that the whole thing with Orson Welles wasn't exactly as fake as everybody thought it was. Uh, I mean, it was, it, it, it was Orson Welles trying to get everybody to, to realize what had happened. Okay. And, and they masked it by saying it was an alien invasion because it was an alien invasion, but they masked it by saying, Oh, it was from the Mars. And then it was the electrodes from the planet 10 uh, coming through at Grover's Mill uh, in 1938 in Buckaroo Bonsai. But it was still, if you pay attention to what they were trying to say beyond that, then you realize that what they were trying to say was that there was an invasion and got boots on the ground in 1938. And once they got their boots on the ground, because 1938 was in fact 75 years ago, right? 38 to to 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, 30, 74,000 years ago right? 70, 80, 90, I'm sorry, 90 years ago, right? No, the other way around, was right? Because 70 is the 2000. No, because then it's 2020. So, so 70, 80, 90 uh, years ago or so, or 80, 80, what did I say, 84 years ago? 84 years ago. I'm trying to do the math in my head really quickly, so I apologize. Okay, so because it was that far ago when, when they actually got boots on the ground, right, they had to have people go back in the past. And it doesn't work like they were here 75 years or, or, or so, or 78 years. And so then it looks like you know, we're only here 78 years prior to that. That's not how it works. Time, because time is a weird, weird thing, and I'm not going to get into involved in it, explaining that right now. I've done it in the past, and I'll probably do it in the future, but today's not the day for that. Okay, because of all the problems we had early on, we're kind of behind. That's why I let it play for a while there and didn't interpret it and then went really quickly to interpret it. Uh, because I'm trying to get through some of this stuff today, because the first uh, 40 minutes or so, 30 minutes or so, was screwed up by the computer tripping and, and my internet, right? So so nobody has actually graduated for a very long time, and that has to do with uh, not us. We, oh, we've been locked down for longer than that. So you guys don't realize that we've been locked down for at least 175,000 years, okay? But that's only because we. it appears that we've been locked down or or stuck that long when we have in fact not been stuck that long. It just appears that way because the way time works here being separated, past, present, and future being separate. When you get outside of here, and Raw explains that as they go along, that their numbers are kind of hard for them to, to uh, interpret into uh, our numbers. And they have a hard time discerning the difference from one individual to another, where for us, We believe that that's most of us are, you know, in our thinking head, and you think your physical body is you, and that your thinking mind or your ego or both is you, and so because of that, it's easy for us to see the difference between my, uh, you know, my my uh, uh, spirit mind body complex totality and someone else's, but for for raw, they have a hard time discerning that because they are in fact already in a vibratory pattern where the entire species is thinking as one, like the Borg, uh, on a smaller scale, uh, for those of you who uh, can fathom that because you watch Star Trek. If you don't know what that means, you don't know who the Borg is, uh, then I'm not going to get involved in that, okay? So this is approximately between 75 and 76,000 of your years, uh, all of your harvested, regardless of their progress, for during that time, the planet itself has moved through useful parts of the dimensions and begins to cease being useful for lower levels of of vibration within that density. Third dimensional, third density life forms are no longer supposed to be uh, living on this earth. The only reason that we are able to be here is because we're holding it here and the only reason that we're able to do that is because we are in fact the creator okay we're just we're just daydreams of the creator and the creator is projecting uh, an individual thought pattern that has become each one of us and we just don't know it because the creator's also created the veiling which is not allowing us to uh, plug in to the creator fully to realize that we are, in fact, pretending we're just God, whatever you want to call that Godhead. I love the English for coming up with that, Godhead, whatever you want to call that entity that is the creator of the universe, which should be a Godhead anyway, because it is, in fact, androgynous, not a male, not a female, but both in one. Whatever you want to call that, whatever you want to name that, it doesn't matter. Uh, We don't care. We don't care for a name. It doesn't matter. You can call it whatever you want. And every person and every uh, culture across this entire planet, not to mention the entire universe, has a different name for the creator. Uh, And it all means the same thing. Okay. I talked about this where I wrote a paper that's out there in the Internet someplace that was signed, uh, you know, author unknown. And it was about a conversation with God and about God's name. And then God explained to the guy who he was talking to. I used a man. Yeah, I used that vernacular. A masculine vernacular, not not spiritually, but just a male figure, and talking about here. Well, your name is you know Michael, and your wife calls you honey, and your kids call you daddy, and your mom calls you you know Mikey. I think it was Joe, Joseph that I used. I used a, one of the biblical names. It doesn't matter. Do you see? It doesn't. None of that's important. So to to fight over a name of what you personally feel comfortable with as a deity figure is like fighting over an ant in an ant farm with your brother or sister who also has an ant farm and they want a particular ant and they want to, they want to call that particular ant something and you're like no that's my ant and i call that ant this there is that that's the, i mean that is the microcosm to the macrocosm but the truth is is that it it is that silly and only children fight over stuff like that words names and that's the, that's your ego and that's what we talked about before. And that is what the law of one is about. That's what this entire existence that you're on, this experience, this, this entire uh, existence, this entire experiment that you're on is for you to overcome your ego and grow up. That's the number one underlining subject matter for you to, to overcome. And then the knowledge, starting to learn the knowledge of everything else, love, hate, all those other things. But you have to overcome your ego to graduate. That is the truth behind every religion, behind every spiritual way of life, behind growing up. And it is in everything in front of your eyes, but you don't see it. And you don't see it until you see it. And then once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it's there forever. And you, everything you look at, you go, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. And you sound like that dog. There it is. 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 Because it, it literally is. It's in everything. It's in the Moby Dick. It's in every book. It's in. It doesn't matter the book. It doesn't matter the movie. It doesn't matter the song. It doesn't matter what's what you're seeing in there somewhere. The designer has designed a code that is telling you the same thing. Even movies where people are trying to show Satan is God and the greatest thing on the face of the universe and that you should all be evil. Even in that literature, it's in there too. Because the universe itself is made from it. Made from it. The universe itself is made from it. What is that? Logos. That was the word. And what is that word? Logos. It's a Greek word, but it's the most ancient word for the word of God. The word of whatever you want to call that Godhead. And what does that word mean? Logos literally means in our common language, this language that I'm speaking. We only call it common because there's more people around the world that speak it than any other language. There's more people that actually speak Chinese. But that's because the Chinese outnumber everybody seven to one. Right. But they're not all over the planet. So common currently is this language that I'm speaking now in some form. okay? And in that we're in that language. Logos, the word of God that created the entire universe is love.
1: All are harvested regardless of their progress, for during that time the planet itself has moved through the useful part of that dimension and begins to cease being useful for the lower levels of vibration within that density. Question 6.16 Questioner, what is the position of this planet with respect to the progression of cycles at this time? Answer, I am Ra. This sphere is at this time in fourth dimension vibration. Its material is quite confused due to the society memory complexes embedded in its consciousness. It has not made an easy transition to the vibrations which beckon. Therefore, it will be fetched with some inconvenience. Question 6.17. Question.
0: See, so literally the planet is confused and the planet doesn't, because the planet is alive. Everything is alive, guys. Right. So the planet itself is not supposed to support third density life forms anymore. But yet there's almost, you know, eight billion of us on this planet. So the the only way that it's able to do this is because we're giving it the energy. Those of us who are in service to others are constantly aware of this. Not everybody, not everybody that's in service to others, not everybody on the planet is aware of this. But there is a a population of us on this planet who is aware of this plight of this planet, and we are giving this planet the love, the care, and trying to calm the planet and and give it the 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 uh, ability to still sustain this life form that we occupy until we can get enough people to move into the fourth which is already here and there's already humans there and there and there's already a good population and they call us earth they still call it earth and get everybody to transition into that when it happens you'll notice it, but it it won't be as as dramatic as everyone thinks because it's not something that's going to shock your soul and put you into a stasis or, you know, into catatonic state. That's not going to happen. But you will know that something has changed, okay? But it may be exactly the way it is right now. You're still living in the same, you're still named the same thing. You're still doing the same job. You still know the same people. And But all of a sudden, things around seem to be completely different than they were as far as the aggression level, the evilness level, and all of that will subside. Not all the way gone, because that doesn't disappear completely until you pass halfway through the sixth density. On your way to the seventh when you go beyond the sixth halfway the fifty percent mark when you get into 51, 53 percent then you're separated by distance not not on the same planet not in the same solar system anymore now you're separated by distance where evil people have to reside on their own evil planets and good people reside on their own good planets because now is when you're doing individual, but you're moving as almost as one now. That's why raw is already as one. They're about to transition into the seventh, but they're staying in the sixth so that they can stay in this in this area. And uh, you know, they're they're uh, helping us from Saturn. They're not actually on Earth. They don't have to be, and they weren't when they were here. That's what we talked about early on. I let that run right at the beginning of this uh, session that they were there in, in the rings of Saturn at living there with the council, staying there with the council and the council that's there is made up of only races that are below the seventh density. Why is that? Because when you move into the seventh density, that is the beginning of the next octave. The first octave goes from zero from, from first dimension to second to third, to fourth, to fifth, to sixth. And that's the highest vibratory pattern of this octave. And then when you transition to the seventh, you're now beyond all of this. And you're so far beyond all of this that people that are in the seventh do not come back or communicate very often with people in the sixth or below. And when they do, they only do it through channeling. They don't you do it through thought and appearance. They do it through channeling only. And that is the only way that they will. And even then, it's very rare. That's why when you hear someone saying, oh, I'm from the 12th dimension, and here I am. Okay, you were in the 12th dimension at some point. You might have been. But right now, you're not still there. You descended to come here legally, and that's what he was talking about through the harvest, right? Through the harvesting. That's when your soul leaves your body, and you can then either ascend to the next level or you recycle and you're reborn again. That's where Jesus, I hate to invoke that name again, guys, because some of you out there don't believe in Jesus and you're going to, oh, here he goes. He's a Christian and that's all he's going to talk about is put everything into that perspective. You can use Marduk. It doesn't matter. Marduk said the same thing because it was, in fact, the same soul. Okay. So it doesn't matter what, what you want to call that soul Jesus, Mohammed, uh, Moses, the uh, uh, Lao Chi, the Buddha, they were all the same person. We know this. Some of us know this. They were all the same entity coming through many times, multiple times, 12, as a matter of fact, times in our history. That's why there there is no more comings. And we are, you are, you are the Savior that you're waiting for. Okay? If you listen to the saviors that were here, whatever you call that person, whatever religion you like, whatever spiritual way and practice that you follow, it doesn't matter because all of them are telling the same story until they've been corrupted. And then they're telling semantics. Do you see? So that's why you have the Muslims saying, if you don't join our religion, we will kill you. And then you had the first year, the Christians doing that. Who do you think taught the Muslims? The Christians did that. The Jews did it before that. David was slaughtering the planet. If they didn't convert to Judaism, he was murdering everybody. The Hindus were doing it as well, right, with Krishna and Vishnu and all those guys, right? And and uh, uh, and uh, I can't think of the blue guy's name right now. Uh, they were doing the same thing. If you're not part of our religion, we're going to murder you. That's ego. Anybody that does that is that's ego. means your religion is being run by ego, by the ego at the top, okay? And that's the truth, and that's because. And you can look this up, Google it, whatever whatever your uh, favorite search engine is. But everybody likes to use Google. Look up what is the IQ test based on. What is the IQ t- test based on? The answer is it is based on the fact, not belief, not misbelief, not misnomer, not fact check. It is based on the fact that no human on this planet. Is mature, meaning, right? Meaning, meaning as a grown up, mature than the age of 18. No one is 19 or older mentally on this earth except those people who are considered geniuses when they take an IQ test. Why is that? Because those people are, in fact, adults. Not children. So everyone else has the mindset of an 11 to 17 year old child. You, me, and everybody else. Unless and, and until your ego is no longer of consequence to you and you see what your ego was designed to do for you. And it was designed to be the learning curve and the learning tool. Your job, according to Ra and everyone else, every deity in history and every savior character, all of them, Jesus, Muhammad, Moses, David, Thor, Odin, Marduk, everybody, Krishna, it doesn't matter the religion. It doesn't matter the people who wrote it, the Buddha, the Lao Chi from the Dao Di Chi, they both were invented in China at the same exact time. Within minutes of each other, there is no definitive proof that they actually live. They say that about every single savior character on the face of history on this planet. None of them was there any definitive proof that that all twelve of them actually historically existed. They were all made up. It was just completely a fabrication. That's ego. It was completely a fabrication, and there is no afterlife. That's your ego, and it's complete. That's all ego itself. Okay, and this is what all of them are trying to tell you. Let me. And I just said this to my sister, who was in the crowd earlier, and, and I told her this, and she she was agreeing with me. But we talked about this. Okay, if you're a Christian and you remember that that, Jesus, I believe it was Jesus that said, right now I sound like uh, John and Peter and 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 Peter Don or John Peter. And a few other people, remember when Jesus said, like uh, uh, Mohammed, remember the, what Moses said? He was, remember Moses said, remember Moses said. And a lot of the disciples that followed Jesus said, remember Jesus said, remember Jesus said. Okay, but this was the, the, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for one day. And you only teach him to beg. That part, they kind of leave out most of the time for most of the canons, where he said that. You only teach him to beg. If you teach a man to fish, he can feed himself for life. That is a parable. That is a parable. Okay, It literally means to survive on that low vibratory pattern. It means to survive if you, at the very least, have the skill to fish. You can feed yourself always. And then if you have other skills to trap or to hunt, then you can eat other animals as well. And then if you have the skills to plant uh, crops... You can then eat off of those. We call that survivalists, right? We call that survival on the face of the earth to either, you know, to have those skills. To be able to plant food, to be able to hunt food, to be able to trap food, and to be able to fish, to be able to, to skin food and make clothing, eat the food, cook the food, cure the food, all that crap, okay? But these are skills that most of the humans on this planet right now lack, and it was done on purpose by the nefarious religion that is in control. Okay. So that was a parable. And what was the parable that was behind that saying? What that means on its face is teach someone uh, to, uh, to fish and they can survive and they won't starve to death. They can feed their family and everyone else for the rest of their life. So, on the very base, survival skills, vibratory pattern, that's what that means. And most people take it for that. Okay. But on the higher level, it means. You can show the man or the human a thing, but they'll only see it. You can show them the way to salvation, but they'll only see it, and they won't truly be saved. Or you can teach them how to save themselves and find salvation, and then they will be saved for all of eternity. That is the same story that I just said on a on a spiritual level, on the lowest level of spirituality, on a spiritual level. And here's on another level the same exact story. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That means the exact same thing that I just said to you two other ways. Do you see? So you can lead a man to fish and give him the fish and he'll feed himself for a day. Or you can teach him how to harvest the fish and he'll feed himself forever. You can lead a man to salvation and he'll only see it superficially and he won't understand how to save himself. Or you can teach them how to save themselves and they will save their immortal soul forever. You can lead that same person to a water hole and say, drink this water, it's the water of life, and it will free your soul for all of eternity. But if they don't choose to drink that water because they don't know what the water means, and they're not trusting, then they don't know, and they won't, and they won't be freed, and they won't be saved. But if you teach them how to cultivate the water and how to make the water and show them what all of that water means when they get to the water, they're going to drink it because they've now manufactured the same holy water that you have. That is all the same exact story. So when Jesus said, If you feed a man a fish, you teach him only to beg, but if you teach him how to fish, you teach him to feed himself for the rest of his life, what he was truly saying on a different level was I can show you the door and give you the key. And until you understand what they both mean, you won't use either and walk through the door. But I can give you those tools and tell you how to use them. I can lead you to the watering hole, but I can't make you drink it. Do you understand? And this is what happens when you, uh, when your cycle of your life ends, you then go to the place of healing your soul, and thinking and look reflecting on your life, and then you then you're at that point you're outside of your ego and you're thinking mind, so you're there with yourself, your higher self, and your guides and you're objectively thinking not subject to anything or anyone else's leave you're objectively objectively not object as in uh, objective reality but you're but you're objectively reasoning honestly with yourself and about yourself and you go i didn't learn all of the things that i was supposed to learn or you say i did Let's just say that you do that and you say, I have learned everything that I need to learn to graduate. I can now graduate whenever. What happens to you is you become the adults and the you realize you're the immortal soul and you are in fact the one. And this is after you've drank the water, or this is after you've learned to fish and harvest it, or this is after you've learned the what the key to the door is and what door it goes to, and you've learned how to use the key, and how to use the door, and you've gone through, and now you're an adult. And you will then look back on all the children still here, and as an adult, because now you're full of love, because you're no longer in service to self, because you're in uh, full of love for others, you will return to help. And some people say that's the trap. What's the trap, man. Don't go into the light. When you when you die, run. Run, man, because go back from where you came, because then you're just gonna be trapped here because that's they, they lie to you and tell you that you're on some secret mission to help people. I've heard many people who think they're awake telling me the same story. Okay. So and, and that's just not true. That's them trying to get around. This is the evil working through those people in service to self to try and get you to doubt everything. Whatever there is that is good and in service to others, people in service to self try to corrupt into something of their construct and get you to believe that is the agenda of that. Do you see? Okay, so these are the things that you rise above after you leave this body and they become completely apparent to you. Why do they call that that? Why do they say that? It, it became apparent to me. Well, that's because you became a parent. So everything becomes apparent to you because you're seeing it as an adult, as a parent, not as a child. That's what the reflecting place is, and that's what Ra is talking about here. Okay, so this sphere at this time, this is where he just was saying this, right? Question uh, 6.16. This sphere at this time, let me go over here in the larger screen so I can read it. This sphere at this time, it is, or this sphere at this time, in fourth dimension vibration, its material is quite confused. Its material is quite confused due to, this is what we just heard, Due to the society memory complexes, that is us, embedded in its consciousness, that is us, because we are the creator and we are embedded in everything that makes this reality real because we created it and we're holding on to it. It is, in fact, our vibration, this is three, six, and nine, and the secrets of three, six, and nine, 3 plus 3 equals 6, plus 3 equals 9. So 3 plus 3 equals 6. 3 plus 6 equals 9. 3 plus 9 equals 12. And then 3 plus 12 doesn't equal 15. It equals 1. Okay, that's why the number 12, that's why 12 apostles, every single person who was ever a leader, who was ever the, the savior character, had 12 apostles, had 12 followers. And then many of them, thousands beyond that had 12 Apostles following them because the clock face—twelve hours of light, twelve hours of darkness, yin and yang. Okay, and the one is the center of this. Look at the old clocks, right? The old single—you know, the big hand, little hand clocks. What's the—who's in control? The center is in control and tells the time. The center tells you whether it's one o'clock or one thirty or one forty-five or two o'clock or four o'clock. Right. So, but it, the so the the one in the center controls the twelve. Okay. So the energy that is us, as the creator, the immortal energy, indestructible energy that is the creation, is within us. The only way that that occurs is that we're part of the creation, not because creation was created and invented us as a, a construct in this place. No. That's not the truth. That's also part of the lie. We are that which created everything. And we're pretending we're not. Okay. But that's confusing to this earth because the earth is not sentient enough to be, I think, therefore I am. Okay. So it is running on instinct and it's confused and doesn't understand because. We're not supposed to be here anymore in the third dimension. Only the fourth and the eighth first, second, fourth, and eighth dimension are supposed to be currently on this planet. Okay. So it is it is not made an easy transition to the vibrations of this beacon. Therefore, it will be it will be fetched with some inconvenience, so that's where you're having these problems with earthquakes, fires, floods, tornadoes, uh, hurricanes that are that are sharper and larger than they have been before, and everyone's going, "It's doomsday, we're all going to die." It's climate change. That's all a lie. It's that's it, it is part of it, but it's natural. It's just a little bit more accentuated, and we control that. So if we buy into the fear that they're selling will make it even worse than it is. Do you see? All right, let's continue.
1: Is this inconvenience imminent within a few years? Answer, I am Ra. This inconvenience or disharmonious vibratory complex has begun several of your years in the past. It shall continue unabated for a period of approximately 30, 30 of your years. Question 6.18 questioner after this period of 30 years i am assuming that this will be a fourth density planet is this correct answer i am ra this is so now remember this happened in
0: 1981 or maybe 1982 no it was 1981 all right so 91 2001 2011 was 30 years okay so in 2021 that was we're 10 years past what raw claimed that it would be fixed it's not fixed yet so we're still in that zone of being stuck we're on our way out of that and that's the part that they don't want you to believe they don't want you to know they want you to think that the world is coming to an end and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse when in reality if you look at what happened in the past you realize they're like we have more racism in this country now than there's ever been in the history of the planet. And then when you talk to people who uh, in fact were alive 50 years ago, they say you guys have no idea there is no racism in this country. none whatsoever. The only people who are racist in this country there are some. so you can't say zero because there are some people that have chosen to be racist. okay But it is not like it was. If you go back to the 60s, let's go back to the to the 30s. In the 30s, there were 2 million KKK members, and they were lynching naggers left and right and raping naggers and selling them. 100 years ago, they were selling them as slaves. Okay, In the 30s, they were killing them. In the 60s, there was a cultural revolution. We are now 60 years hence. Okay, There's not lynchings going on anywhere in this country. When was the last time you heard about that? Oh, there was some black guy that got hung on a tree. It doesn't happen anymore. Oh, it's a different kind of slavery. That's just the fake slavery that they're lying about. But there's still slavery only in the minds and in the egos of those people who see themselves as victims, not survivors. Okay. You're only a victim when something bad is happening to you. After that has happened to you, you are now a survivor of that event. Prior to that happening to you, it hasn't happened yet. Do you see? Do you understand? There's that word, I should say, understand, right? Right. Peter's talking about the... James, welcome. I didn't see you because I didn't check the, the chat until just now. Right? Welcome, brother. So in that moment you have to realize that if you're if you associate yourself as a victim in any way of racism as slavery as as whatever it is that you find yourself victimized by I'm victimized by society it's not my fault it's society's fault man they did this to me then that means you're accepting the responsibility for something that was done to you and you're living there in that moment that's your ego you're not overcoming that You're not saying, man, I made it past that. I'm past that. Yeah, okay, I was was a, a, you know, there was somebody who tried to enslave me. There was somebody who, who, you know, uh, tried to murder me. There was somebody that tried to rape me. There was somebody that maybe did those things except for not murder because otherwise you wouldn't be here, obviously, right? So when, in that moment, you are a victim, after that moment is over, you're a survivor, and then your healing should begin. If you don't allow the healing to begin, you're living in that moment only. And the only way you can live in that moment is that you have to support your ego because your ego wants negativity. That's its job. Its job is to get you to live in fear. Its job is to keep you into the negative uh, anti-world. It wants you to become full of yourself, and it wants you to, to buy into the societal structure on this planet and become rich, or at least try or try to take over the world. Because all of that is the religion of nefariousness, the religion of evil. That is the uh, the darkness to the light. You have to realize that for everything you think is a religion that is holy, there is its counter that is not. For every person that is very, and it's not 100%. Okay? So it's not equal in the amount of humans that are evil compared to the amount of humans that are not. It is not equal. But they make up for their numbers or lack of numbers because it's 82 in whatever that is, right? 78 or, or, or 28, 82, 18. So it's about 18% of the population is in fact in service to self but they would have you believe they outnumber you because they constantly because they're in charge they put themselves in charge of everything all movies all television all news all religions all corporations all monies all cor- all, all wars everything in your every aspect of your life your teaching in everything in your school in your religion in every part of your life including your hospital and your medical coverage, all of that has been corrupted and is being run by evil people. And those who are at the top that are that are not, and they're in service to others trying to help, they go after and try to destroy as quickly and silence as quickly as they can. And they all work together. So it looks like there are so many more, more of them than there are of you. And it's just not true. Some people are are lost and they just follow that thinking it's the way. And so there they're, they have in the past. That's why we were the, the pendulum had swung in the past. The amount of population of the planet that was away from away from the light was the majority of the population. Because why? Because the the people, this is where Raw admits they screwed up. When they were here dealing with the people of Egypt, they gave them the secrets. They gave them the key and showed them the door. And the priests, who were, in fact, in service to self and trying to make money, that's why Jesus was was strung up. That's why Muhammad was almost strung up. He ascended before they could get to him. was because they wanted the money. They wanted the power. They wanted the, the glory. They wanted all control. Physical third-density, third-dimensional physical control and power because they don't believe in the light. And this is what Ra was referring to. In fact, this is part of what literally we're talking about now, about being stuck, and this planet, Gaia herself, doesn't understand what's happening because Gaia is not supposed to be supporting third-dimensional life forms anymore. yet. There's almost 8 billion of us here. So Gaia doesn't understand it, so Gaia is thinking we need to go. Those of us who are in the know, those of us who are, in fact, adults, so this knowledge has become apparent to us because we are parents, we are adults, and we're looking at the rest of the human race as children because they are. This has dawned on us and has become apparent that the planet needs healing, needs love, needs care and understanding and needs someone to nurture it to say, it's okay, we're aware. It's not your fault. It is ours. We're still here. We're helping and working on getting everybody to move to a higher vibration so that the fourth density is where everybody resides where your vibrational pattern is supposed to be taking care of us but for now until we can get enough people moving into that space we still have to give energy to gaia to help gaia to be able to tolerate that which is here in the third density still okay and that's literally what raw is telling and saying, oh, in 30 years, that should be taken care of. And that was in 1981. It was a a great, great optimistic ideology, but that was 10 years ago, 11 years ago. 1981, actually 20 years ago, I'm sorry, 81, 91, 2001, 2021, 30 years ago. What am I thinking, right? (laughs) Or is it 40 years? Jesus, that's 40 years. Do the math, Leo. So it was supposed to be 30 years ago. They said in 30 years, so it's been 10 years. So it's been 40 years, so it's been 10 years, 11 years, because we're in 2022. So he was saying, or they, I say he for raw, I mean they, they were saying in 30 years it should be done. And he said, this is so. Okay. So that's where we are. So let's go to question 6.19. Right. Is it possible to estimate what percentage of the present population will inhabit the fourth density planet?
1: Question 6.19. Questioner, is it possible to estimate what percent of the present population will inhabit the fourth density planet? Ra, the harvesting is not yet. Thus, estimation is meaningless. Question 6.20. Questioner, does the...
0: Snarky Raw. <laughs> Those of you who are fans of Snarky Raw, there it was. The harvest is not yet. Thus, estimation is meaningless. Next question, <laughs> right? But I mean, if you're if if you're vibrating at a place where you are, in fact, a genius, because your IQ is is larger than the average, so that means that you are much more mature than the age of eighteen. Therefore, you're a genius. You're an adult. So it's dawned on you, and it's become apparent to you. Thus, you're a you're apparent that the harvest is not yet. Therefore, an estimation is, in fact, meaningless. Because it's a guesstimation, right? You could sit for, uh, it doesn't matter the number I come up with, you can come up with a different number. And we'd both be right and both be wrong. Why? Because it's moot. There is no harvest, therefore we have no estimation. Because it's all in in, an individual's choice. Individual personages, every single soul, their choice, And all of the collective consciousness and everything that we believe in is directly related to our individual point of view. Not the truth, but developed from our experience from our point of view, which is unique and is supposed to be unique. That's part of the experience and part of what we're supposed to be doing here. Why? Well, because we wanted to know what it would be like First of all, to be alive and then to live every single scenario that we can think of. And since we are, in fact, the collective consciousness of us is, in fact, the one, we can come up with infinite, because we are infinite wisdom, infinite knowledge. Therefore, every way that we could possibly imagine would be infinite, unending. It's a great exercise to keep ourselves occupied pretending that we're a trillion, 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 whatever those numbers add up to. A trillion, trillion, trillion trillion, keeps on going for infinity. Trillions. And not some crazy little uh, infinity that's smaller than a different kind of infinity. For those of you who subscribe to the whole ideology on the surface as a 3D thought vibratory pattern of fractals, you think that by zooming in, and making something, oh, look, it's the same, and, and then it's the same, and then it's the same, and then it's the same. It's first of all, it's a construct on a computer. <laughs> Everything does the same thing, it just happens on the spiral, and the spiral keeps spiraling in and in, 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 in and in and in and in forever. But your, your concept, you don't see it with your eyes, and you go, no, oh, it's different because the spiral's turning and turning and turning and turning. It's kind of like the firmament making you turn on a flat earth that doesn't really exist. The spiral is, in fact, still perpetual motion. So the infinity that you zoomed in on, that took a hundred million times to zoom in on, isn't smaller than the one that you were at when you were a hundred million times away from it. It's the exact same. thing. But that that right there, and that understanding, in the 3D reality, your ego can't fathom it. Neither can your simple mind, neither of which is an immortal soul. So if you if you have yourself as a construct, I am this body, and what's in this body, I think, therefore I am. So now you've associated yourself with the thinking matter that's job is just to run this body and to tell you you're in pain and that I'm hungry, that I need sustenance for this body to stay functioning so that I have this avatar so I can think that this is me. And then you have the dark side of you, which is your ego, feeding you bullshit. And you believe all of that is you, but I can't control my mind. I can't turn it off to go to sleep. It's because it's your ego talking to your mind, and your mind is repeating what it's being told. Your mind is a recorder. It takes care of the body, and it records everything that you do, think, say, taste, and experience. Why? Because We wanted to make sure that we had a backup for our experience so that we could go back and experience it firsthand again and then show that firsthand thing to everyone else, not just somebody having to say it. Redundancy. Okay? And that is hard for people to get as well. Really hard for people to understand. So not only are you doing things, but it's being recorded as well. So when people say, well, if nobody sees you do it, it's not illegal. Well, yes, but God's watching. Well, that is true. God is watching. God's recording this shit. Everything you do is being recorded. So when you, if you're in service to self and you later want to deny, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Everything is being recorded, and you have no control over it, so you can't erase it. You can pretend, la 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 la. Not me. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. You can only say that in third density. Past that, you can't. You can't. And especially past halfway through the sixth, because after that, you can no longer be evil. So then you'll have to actually atone. So when you become an adult, is when you become optimistic, and you also become objective okay so that that is when you move away from the ego and you start the ego starts to wane and when the ego starts to wane you don't need it anymore then you're becoming you have to become honest with yourself and admit to yourself i'm not perfect i have faults i've also done the shit it's bad do you see right <laughs> still waiting for a shirt Me too. I got to get those made, don't I? Okay, let's continue.
1: The Fact that we are in this transition period now have anything to do with the reason that you have made your information available to the population? Answer, I am Ra. We have walked among your people. We remember. We remember sorrow. We have seen much. We have searched for an instrument of the proper parameters of distortion in mind, body, spirit complex and supporting and understanding group of mind, body, spirit complexes to accept this information with minimal distortion and maximal desire to serve for some of your years. The answer, in short, is yes. However, we wish you to know that in our memory we thank you. Question 6.21 Questioner The disc-shaped craft that we call UFOs. some have been said to have come from the planet Venus. Would any of these be your craft? Answer, I am Ra. We have used crystals for many purposes. The craft of which you speak have not been used by us in your space-time present memory complex.
0: So the important part right there is we have used crystals for many purposes. The craft of which you speak, which you UFOs, the computer not understanding UFOs, unidentified flying objects. But no one even calls them that anymore. Our federal government doesn't in the United States, right? They don't. They call it a, a UAP, right? They call it a, an unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAP. Okay, so UFOs, which he's talking about, he's talking about the the craft, you know, in the disc shape. Right, the craft of which you speak have not been used by us in years, right, or have not been used for by us in your space-time present memory complex. However, we have used crystals and the bell shape in the past of your illusion, die Gacht. The Germans called it when they were able to manufacture one. Deglacht, that's German for the bell. (laughs) It's just the bell, deglacht. Okay, so, but here, crystals. Aborigines in Australia, in their history, they remember crystalline spaceships coming to Earth. But they also, and this is where there's a confusion, because... The Atlanteans also used crystals to move. The Atlanteans are not, in fact, the Orion. I'm sorry, what? Raw? They're from Orion. They tell you that most people miss that, and they're like, "Wait a minute, how can it? Because I have my name on my show is Orion Rising," and they're like, "Wait a minute, Orion? Isn't all the people from Orion evil?" No. No. Why would every single person in, in all of the con- all of the galaxies that make up Uh, The or all of the universes that make up the stars that we see, the light that we see that make up there's there, you know, like Siri and and all these other ones are in that. In that field that make up Orion, these are all universes, they're not all evil, there was a group of people that used to call themselves the Orion Crusaders they are called something different now. They call themselves something different all the time. Whenever they show up in different guys, they call themselves something different so they're not associated with the with them. I had somebody you know ask me uh, talking about all the different names that that we have on our planet for the secret societies, and you know they're like, well, isn't it now the Jesuits that are and like uh, we that are in the coalitions refer to them? And this is you don't hear a lot of people talking about this because as soon as you say Orion. Crusaders, people go, oh, you're one of those people who believe in the law of one. You must be crazy, right? But yeah, you know, I I believe in something completely different than the law of one. Really, what's the spirituality that you believe in? Well, I believe that there is one uh, true God, and then they have a name of some prophet, and Muhammad is his prophet. Oh, oh, okay, so that makes it completely different. That's a different God then. Well, yeah, because then you, you know, you believe in that Christian God. What's his name? Yahweh or, or Yehovah or whatever it is. Ginkgo Biloba. It's just a name, dude. So you're trying to say that there's different gods of the universe then? So like Marduk, Tiamat, who was in fact his great-grandmother, and her husband who the kids killed, and, he, and she. that's why she went crazy and wanted to kill everybody and had to be killed. It was the War of the Gods. You see, that was the war of the gods. So the truth is, that's not even the real creation story of the planet. That's just the story of what happened before the deluge. Okay, If you listen to the creation story of the Vikings, there was a war of the gods, and they used the skull of one of the gods to make the sky and the skull to make the earth. And then they took the, I think it was the the, the blood or the... Or the or the something and you made the stars and that changes slightly uh, in, in in all of the stories. okay these all of these ancient stories that you hear are just the telling of one of the six destructions of Earth that's still not there is only one God. It's still in there. there is only one creator. So and so, we have to war over whether its name is Mohammed or Jesus or Marduk or, or uh, Thor or David or or uh, uh, Moses. We had to, we got to kill each other over, over whether it was the Buddha, whether it was Lao Tzu Chi from China. It's all the same, people. And only children think my god's bigger bigger than your god. My God is Crom, and he is strong in this mountain. My God is the everlasting sky. Your God lives beneath him. Those were words that Subutai told told Conan. When Conan talked about his God Crom in the earth. Yeah, my God's the everlasting sky. Your God lives beneath him. Ego. Do you see? All of the stories are bedtime stories for children, but the truth is in the stories. Truth is in there. And it becomes apparent to you when you become a parent, when you become an adult. It becomes apparent. And it becomes simple, and you look back, and and you go, children afraid of the dark. Wow. All of those stories are the same, but not until then. Do you see? Uh, can I see the comments on Facebook? Yes, I can. Where's the question? Did somebody have a question? Maybe I can't see all of them. I don't see a question in there. Denise says, "Can you see comments on Facebook? Some have questions." And it says, "Well, it says, well, probably, well, me, probably." Laugh out loud. I don't, I don't see. Maybe it's maybe uh, one of the places that I put it didn't go public. Because I don't see anybody on uh, Facebook having a question. So if there's a question there, I don't have Facebook open. I would have to go look. Uh, it's I, You know what? Sometimes when I put it on somewhere and it doesn't go uh, public, it stays. Uh, if I do it for like uh, uh, on uh, – for some reason, if I, if I go live like to uh, the group uh, Psychic Reading and Development, if I don't go into the page and say make this public – then all the comments stay there. They don't come into the chat here. So it is possible. Um, I'll have to go on Facebook and see where, where is it on Facebook? Is it from uh, Orion Rising? Is it from my personal page? Cause I put it on my wallpaper uh, or is it somewhere else that you seek other questions? I'll go and look at both right now, but it, but if you can slide that into the chat for me, I know you can have a lag so you'll be hearing it uh, as i'm doing it so i'll probably get the information at the same time that you give it to me (laughs) right (laughs) which is funny right so but yeah put the question up or copy and paste it or, or have them change or something i don't know um let me see here okay so it says we're live here let me check um, I see you're in there. That's right. Oh, you're right. I see Casey's in there and I don't see Casey in the, in the chat. Right. So yeah. So that's a comment from my page. That's not there. I just asked Leo on YouTube if he could see our comments. No, I couldn't see your comments, but I can see them there. So it's, uh, yeah. So I apologize. So if there is a question, uh, for some reason, this, this one is not, let me check the parameters of this and see if, if, because it's on my personal wallpaper, that it's not being broadcast. Um, for some reason in public, I don't see where it is. um, but we'll, I'll take a look. So I don't see the, the questions that are there. So I'll, I'll take a look. Um, I can see me talking, but I don't see any of the questions. So I apologize. So, um, for some reason now I'm here, so, but I don't, I still don't see any, uh, other questions. Let me go to comments and take a look here. All right. Oops. I'm hitting buttons. Let me click on the comments and see what what it says. Now I have the show popped up over here. Good thing the sound didn't kick on. That would have been bad. Uh, So I still don't see any questions. So if you guys have any questions, please type them. Go to the one on Orion Rising or go to YouTube and and type them in there. For whatever reason, that's not coming across here. Right? Yeah, Casey and you are, for some reason, your comments aren't making it over here. I can see that now. (laughs) Right? So, okay. So Casey and I are there. Uh, It is possible. Is it possible to evolve from 3D while on Earth? Yes, that's exactly what we're all going to do. Uh, It's it's because you have to realize that that uh, there is a. This is the the problem that everyone has is that there. Everyone says 3D, and what do you mean by 3D? Do you mean density or do you mean dimension? They're different. Okay, one is a spiritual mindset, and the other one's a physical place. Okay, so when people say we're transitioning into five D, you know, going from three D to five D, first of all, you can't go to three to five D without going through four D. So you have to go from three D to four D to five D. Well, we already are in four D because here is three dimensional, and three dimensional plus my spirit, my spirituality, makes it fourth dimensional. And then if I'm uh, aware of that, that makes it fifth dimensional. That's just wrong. Okay. However, yes and and that's and it's all a vibration currently on this planet outside of our perception is a race of people that are living here that evolved from this place to the earth that is the fourth moving into the fifth density or dimension okay a dimension is the lie in the lie in in physics and in reality is that dimension, if you look up what is the definition of dimension, it is a place within time. That's a density. Okay. A dimension is spiritual. Density is how dense your physical body is. That's a place. So we're not in third dimension. We are in third density, but we're also in third dimension because our spiritual mindset is in is in the third as well but we're moving spiritually into the fourth and into the fifth however that changes your vibratory pattern the physical body that we have in third density how dense our body is as you move up in density number your physical body becomes less and less and less dense and starts to disappear okay and what happens is your your core where your heart is and your chest, that's the last to go so what happens is your limbs start to go and become uh, transparent uh, you know uh, and and uh, uh, see-through as you go into the fourth it's where our, our physical body isn't as dense do you see but it's but the but the dimension is where your density is and that's where everybody gets confused again and when they say 3d and 3d reality they don't realize they're talking about two different places, that are in fact one place because and that's the weird part about it okay when you move into the fourth you're still going to be here with the people in the third okay and that's where you have people that say that now i'm already on the fourth because i am and those people who see how simple the ego is and how simple the reality here is Don't have any more ego or the ego is stifled. We still have the ego. The ego doesn't vanish completely for a long time. There's always the doubt. That's your ego. Okay, But you don't listen to it as much. When you hear hear the negative things, you're caught up in it for a second. You go, oh, Jesus, what did I just do? I can't believe I just allowed that to happen to me. Once you stop feeding the ego, it attacks you even more because it needs you to listen to it. It wants you to believe that it is your, in fact, your thinking mind, and that this flesh is you. Okay, so, so to answer your question, here I go with snarky yaw, uh, 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 raw. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, is it possible for us to to evolve from 3D while on Earth? Well, yeah, because in 4D here, the reality where there's people living here that we can't see, touch, taste, or smell. That are living here already, they're in 4D. But they still call it Earth. <laughs> okay? After that, you leave this Earth. When you go to fifth, that's why people say, we're going straight to fifth. Well, if you're gonna go to fifth, you're no longer going to be on Earth because this planet does not support 5D life forms. It is only supposed to support one, two, four, and eight currently. That is the cycle that this planet is going through because all planets go through that cycle. It's cyclical in nature because the universe is. Okay. Why is that? I don't know the answer. Why not five? Why not six? Why not seven? Okay. I don't know the answer to that. If I knew the answer to that, I couldn't tell you anyways. (laughs) Right. I couldn't. Because you're not supposed to know the answer to that, but I don't know the answer to that. I have theories, but again, like Snarky Raw just said a minute ago, the culling is not here, so the number of people that might that might or the you know the graduation is not here. The, the so the majority so the number that uh, is folly. It's moot. Okay, so the same thing. Also, when we can't fall asleep because I'm thinking about all the things that I need to do, how is that ego? Your ego, okay, that's a good question, Denise, that's actually a really good question, let me break that down for you, okay? Let's start with two different subjects, two different things, your pain body, okay, your body is alive and it needs something, a computer, to run it and to care for it. So we created the mind. Okay. Your mind is not alive. It does not think for itself. It only does what it is told. And there are only two parts of yourself that can tell the body or the mind what to do. That portion of yourself that you have separated to be in this place one is your conscience not your consciousness your consciousness is separate and i'll get into that in a moment your conscience that's the angel on your right shoulder and your ego that's the devil on your left shoulder two facets of yourself the yin and the yang the positive and the negative polarity of You. Why? Because you're supposed to have an organic experience here, and the only way to have an organic experience and to experience life is to experience death. The only way that you can experience light is to experience darkness. The only way you can experience love is to experience hate. The only way you can experience peace is to experience war. So you have warring within you two factions, that which is in service to others, your conscience, and that which is in service to self, your ego. And they are separate from you only in your mind, but they're subconscious and run by your subconscious, or your super We say When we say sub, the problem with that is we believe sub means beneath in the case of the soul it means internalized which is where we're trying to go we're not trying to go out everything that is out is inside so we're trying to do both so we imagine ourselves expanding outward into the universe but that's only half of the equation that is three six and nine that is only half of the equation that is the spiral the spiral goes outward 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 that's three plus three equals six six plus three equals nine the nine energy the hex boson the god particle the god energy is what regulates the three and the six number and turns them over on themselves so say the three number is is rotating from the center outward 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 if it wasn't for God and the energy of God that energy would continue outward for infinity and and just expand outward forever and never and never come back and then say the six energy is going inward, 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 the same thing would happen. But the nine energy creates the eight, which is the figure eight, which is the infinity, which recycles both back on itself and converts one into the other. That is the yin and the yang. That is the ego and the conscience being controlled by the one, which is your super conscience, which is you, your soul or your subconscious. Your subconscious mind is that which you don't have, uh, you know, you don't have yourself access to. Why? Because it's not veiled. So that is you, your soul. That is what is above and below the ego and the in the thinking mind. So therefore, your brain, the the conscience, its job is to tell you when you're doing something wrong and remind you that it's wrong. So it's it's functional, but it doesn't think for itself. It doesn't give you the reason why that's wrong. It just tells you, wait, don't do that. That's not right. Your ego says, do that because I want it. Your ego also doesn't think for itself. Its job is to think negatively in all aspects and to lead you into darkness in all aspects. So it's not separate from you. It is you. Okay, But left unchecked The ego's job is to take control and keep you here until you have the ability and when things dawn on you and it becomes apparent to you because you become a parent and you don't listen to the ego anymore. So what happens is when you're first born, you don't have the ego yet and it kicks in when you start realizing and everybody starts showing you car tree they start giving you the concept of this construct and and convincing you through indoctrination in schools television everything that you can imagine churches everything that all that you see is reality and all that you are is just this construct and the ego kicks in and says yeah 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 i think therefore i am And so you equate yourself with the thinking mind. But the mind, when it is thinking, if it's not thinking thoughts that you are telling it to think, and because you, why would you choose to tell yourself a bunch of negative shit? When you're sitting there thinking about all the shit that you have to do tomorrow and all the shit that you did during the day, how much of that is, and then I loved my son, I loved my daughter, I loved my spouse. And I said, I love you to the cat and to the dog. And I said, I love you to the planet. And I wanted to heal the earth. And in fact, tomorrow I'm going to make sure you don't think those things until you take charge. All the thoughts that come in are, oh, my God, I have so much to do. Why? Because this is the place of doing. It has to do with your chakras. This is the third chakra, the third Dimension, third density. So our sun is a yellow ray star. The energy that's coming through in this place is yellow. Or in fact, our sun is not a yellow ray star sun. It is, in fact, another blue star, an indigo star, coming from the sixth density. But when it gets here, it becomes yellow because this is the place of doing. This is the third rock from the sun, the, the yellow ray, third chakra place do you see when we were born in first dimension first density that's the the red ray base root chakra then we moved into what what's the next one orange then yellow right so the the yellow the orange is i think therefore i am the the yellow ray that's the orange the yellow ray Is a place of doing. What do you do? Do you take this man or this woman to be your lawfully wedded? What do you do for a living? Man, I got a bunch of stuff to do. I gotta hurry up, I got stuff to do. What are you doing? What do you think you're doing? This is the place of doing things. Why? Because it's physical. It is the third dimension, third density. It's physical. Okay. So your ego tells your mind to tell you that's me. I am this body, and when this body ceases, I'm done. And I think, therefore I am. No, I am, therefore I think is the correct way. That's the as above, so below. That's the lie. The truth is as below, so above. It's in the Bible. I can read it to you. I have my place marker in my Bible set to it right now. That which you reap on earth, I shall too reap in heaven. That which you sow on earth, I shall too sow in heaven. That which you unleash on earth, I shall unleash in heaven. That is, as below, so above. So it's not as without, so within. It's as within, so without. the upside down is the lie. Do you see? So I think, therefore, I am is the backwards lie that gets you locked into this body, this pain body in this reality thinking this is all of existence. It is the I am. That's why God said to Moses, "Who shall I tell them? Sent me. I am sent you. I am. Therefore, I think. Okay. So it's not I think. Therefore, I am. That's the lie. Everything is backwards to the reality. The same thing is third, third, d, third dimension, third d, three d reality. Is this tangible place? No, it's both. It's a dual place. This evil, tangible place and the spiritual. Okay? It's esoteric. Everything has a spiritual side. It's just people choose to ignore that spiritual side. Scientists say that is not a thing. That's why you guys have never figured out the universe and you won't. Well, it's not like you guys have got it figured out. No, actually, we do. It's just that you don't believe it. (laughs) If you look at the stars and say they're purple, it doesn't make them purple to everyone who looks at the stars. Okay? If you think there's a thing out there called the firmament that you can't find, that some guy back in the 1700s sailed around. I talk about this every show. Look it up and ask yourself why. Okay? Why did that guy say that? And do adults believe that? Like, for instance, here's a modern day, something that just happened two weeks ago, Okay, We're supposed to believe that ex-president Donald Trump stole documents that nobody noticed, even though they were there inspecting the documents a few months ago. Oh, wait, that's the reason they came back. No, 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 it's not. Ask them why they got a search warrant and how. Well, because of a whistleblower. Wait a minute, a whistleblower was it? Somebody who said they were in the house when they were there with the FBI and that they were the CIA or the National Security when they were going through his documents a few months ago and they saw something that wasn't in the in the in the subpoena that they had then. So it took them all this time to convince a judge to let them go in and take all the documents so they can then uh, discover what was in there. No, no, don't you watch the news on every channel? They told you it was a plumber. So I'm supposed to believe that the ex-president of the United States had stole a bunch of documents that nobody noticed, even when they were there looking at the documents not too long ago, because they were, and that no one noticed them because he had them hidden in a special compartment. And he, when he wasn't even at the place and hadn't been there for a couple months, he or somebody in his organization took one of the documents and decided, well, I need to get rid of this. So instead of putting it through the shredder, which I'm standing next to, it's in the office, or instead of taking out my lighter and catching them on fire and letting them burn in the ashtray and then scattering the ashes to the wind so no one will ever find that document again, I'm going to shove said document down the toilet and try to flush the toilet. And then when the toilet overflows, I'm going to be stupid enough because my IQ is 47, I'm going to call just some Joe Schmo plumber. And that Joe Schmo plumber is going to come. And he's going to be so smart that he's going to be a, a backwoods plumber because I was actually did plumbing <laughs> for a while. And anybody who knows plumbing knows that if there's a clog in your line, I'm not going to spend the time to take apart your toilet, pull up your floorboards, or go under your house and pull all the pipes apart to get to a, a, a document that's in the pipe, when well, I don't even know what it is. It could be your shit and toilet paper. Oh, no, I was trying to flush a secret document down the, don't tell anybody, Mr. Plummer. I was trying to flush, Donald Trump was trying to flush a secret document down the toilet, and it got stuck. So then now this guy, Joe Schmo Plummer, I'm supposed to believe, instead of using an auger, to get the the the, the problem fixed, because that's what they do. They they first they try to put down liquid plumber or something similar to that, and when it doesn't come unplugged, they go and get this thing. that's called an auger, a snake. But other people call it a snake. This is a device that is metal, that is very small in in uh, around. That is they call it a snake because it's huge, long, hundreds of yards long on a spool. And it's hooked to a, a motor out in your truck, and your van, and you turn it on. And inside this metal thing is a device that comes out and chews up like a saw everything that's in the race so they don't have to go and get covered with shit. Two unclog things. But this plumber decided maybe I should open up and get into the shit and find out what's in there. And when the plumber found it, the plumber said, okay, I better not harm this. I better not harm this. This looks like a job because it was wadded up and stuck in the toilet and shoved in there like wadding in a a rifle back in the day when they had to put wadding in there. But he recognized that this might be important, so he cut open the pipes and pulled out this paper and opened it up and saw that it was and hid it someplace so that nobody noticed it. And then put everything back together and said, I got it. And then immediately went and called the opposition and said, I've got an ultra-secret document that this person had that they tried to dispose of by flushing it down the toilet. And then said, here it is. And then they took that, and then they tried to show it to everybody in the world and said, yeah, this person, who is, according to everyone on the planet, not even there in a while went in and shoved this secret document down the toilet, then was stupid enough to call some Joe Schmo plumber, and the plumber was smart enough to realize there might be something down there of value. I'll just take everything apart. And no one noticed that that was what was happening, and no one said, why aren't you just augering the fucking thing out with a snake? Because that is 100% what you do first. Okay. The story only has traction if you're a child. Okay? Because only a child would believe that that scenario I just described to you actually would happen. Because that's just not standard procedure for a successful plumber. He doesn't have enough time in the day to go to every call that's got a blocked, clogged pipe someplace and take apart everything and find it. Because what happens is very quickly, you're using a jackhammer and you're tearing up the ground because they put plumbing in plumbing and all of the electrical appliance the electric electricity cable all of that gets put underground it's called underground for a reason it's all buried underground the lines are the first thing that is put on property after everything is knocked off the property and it is in fact graded i know this because i was in construction for 10 years this is what i did so when the property is graded, you go and knock everything down off the property and you and you backfill it. But what you do is when you knock everything off the property and it is, in fact, dirt and you go through and get all the gravel off of there, then everybody comes in. The electric company, the, the sewage company, the whatever, whoever owns whatever, the cable, all of those people come in and they bury, they dig up the ground. And they bring in lines where's the toilet going to be where is it going to be coming into the house where is it going to go into all of that stuff is on their schematics to put in place then they pour concrete on top of that and make what we call a slab and then you build the structure on top of that unless it's a mobile home park and then you just grade it and put rock there and pack it all down either way Everything is below ground and then comes up at the utility poles where the water, sewage, electric cable, all that comes up from the ground alongside of the house and the back of the house, the side of the house, wherever, wherever your meters are, and then it feeds your house. So if you flush the toilet, it goes down to the ground and into the ground very quickly. So unless it got clogged in the actual porcelain toilet, which you're not going to get a document out of a porcelain toilet, the the odds of getting it out without doing damage to it are astronomical. Okay? Then you're going to be digging up the ground and taking out pipe from the ground. And in a lot of places, you're going to jackhammer and then dig with a shovel to get to the pipes. So this guy, so normally what you do is you immediately go, all right, is it your diamond ring? Is it something of value? Oh, well, it's secret documents. So we, we got to make sure you get them out without doing any damage. Oh, all right, then I'll dig it out for you. And they get it out. But he keeps the document, or at least one of them. And no one notices because the person who shoved him down didn't go, hey, hey, wait a minute, there was four, and you only gave me back three. Oh, the other one must have got away. Oh, okay. All right, then. That only is logical to someone who has no concept of how procedure is for anyone, which is a a large population, 90% of the population of the United States of America. But the only way you're going to believe that is if you've never had to deal with any of that. So that's why people take you for for a a fool. You go in to get car work done, they go, well, your mannesthetic fadestatter needs to be replaced. That's uh, going to be about $500. "Oh, Oh, okay, what's that thing? Well, it's technical. But it has to do with your electrical system and yours is out. If you don't know anything about cars, you're going to buy that part and it's no such fucking thing. Okay. So the story is some moron stuffed something down the toilet that could have easily been shredded or burned or just thrown in the garbage. It would have been just as easily found at the dumps. Chances of it being found at the dumps was, was, was uh, higher than, uh, some dot guy going up in, into the pipes and getting the stuff out of the pipe and having it intact and absconding it, stealing it, and getting it out of there. I took care of it for you. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Well, the person who shoved documents down is going to go, what exactly did you find? No one questioned that. And the and the guy got away with the document. Okay, That document was fabricated. And the guy who's claiming that he, that's what happened is a liar. Because only a child would believe his story. Well, I was I was 4-2 on, I was in the house and remember you said not to play, for 2 play, 4-2 with the ball in the, in the house. Well, I, was in, and I wasn't playing with the ball in 4-2, in 4-2 the house, but I was, I was in the house and there was a ball. And then I remember what you said, don't 4-2 four two, two, four two play with the ball in the house. So I didn't want to play with the ball in the house. But I was mad because I, for two, couldn't, you know, I couldn't go outside because I didn't have my homework yet. So I got mad at the ball and then I kicked the ball and then the ball bounced off of the couch. Right. I wasn't for two playing with the ball in the house, like you said, but I, I kicked the ball and the ball bounced and it got mad at me. And so it bounced and it broke your vase. And the vase fell on the floor. But I I did not mean to do that because I was kicking the ball at the couch, you see. And I didn't afford to play with the ball. Like you said, I was being a good boy. Okay. An adult doesn't buy that story from the child. Okay. Told you not to play with the ball in the house. You had to go get the ball. And then you, I don't care why you're going to tell me that you kicked it. I was not playing with it, and it was Sally. You got ma- I got mad at Sally, and I tried to kick the ball at Sally. I was not playing because you said fortune not to play with the ball. And I was mad because she made fun of me and said I was a, a pee-pee-poo-poo-caca-shit-goddammit. So I didn't – it wasn't me who said that. Don't get mad at me the Sally said that to me. i just repeating to you what Sally said. She said those words to me, pee-pee-poo-poo-caca-shit-goddammit. I said, you're going to get in trouble. I'm telling on you when mommy gets home. But then I was still mad and I kicked the ball and it missed her and hit the couch. And so then it broke the vase. So it was her fault because she called me the pee pee poo 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 kaka shit goddamn it, which I did not say. I just repeating that to you. I would not say those words because I don't want to get my mouth for too washed out with the soap that you should wash her mouth out with the soap. And she's the one who made the ball. Miss her, so she's the one who played with the ball in the house. Not me. I did not afford to. That's all ego, people. Honesty, you would say I was playing with the ball in the house. That's why the commercial back in the day, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember the commercial. It was, a, I don't remember, the. I think it was the Mormons. Mr. Robinson, Mr. Robinson, oh, I broke your window. That scenario actually happened to me. And it was a Mormon church, funny enough. But it was before the commercial came out, and everybody laughed when the commercial did come out. I was in a field behind the church playing ball with some friends and a buddy of mine who was a ball player was trying to teach me how to bunt. And he was pitching the ball, and he was telling me how to lay down a bunt. And if anybody's ever tried to bunt, if you ever tried to uh, play baseball and you tried to bunt, you know that if you don't lay the bunt down right, what happens to the ball? If you hit the ball but you don't bunt it, it doesn't go down and hit the ground and roll, what happens? It foul tips back up over your head. Well, I was standing about 15, 20 yards away from the church. And I went to lay down a bunt, and it foul tipped over my head and crashed into one of the church windows and broke the window. And everybody wanted to take off running. Some of the kids took off running. And I said, don't run. I did it. You guys aren't in trouble. And my buddy, Ron, who and my brother, who stayed, the three of us, we got to go tell the pastor we got to go tell him what we did. So we literally walked, and he lived across the street from the church. He lived next door to, to us, where my brother and I lived in our house. There was a parking lot of the church that separated our house from his house. But we went over and knocked on the door for the pastor and said, I broke your window. He said, what do you mean you broke the window? I told him we were playing baseball, and Ronnie was trying to teach me how to bunt. And I foul-tipped the ball into the window and broke it. And I'm, I'm really sorry, and I've, I've come here to tell you that it was my fault. Ronnie said, it was my fault. I shouldn't have pitched a the, the fastball. And he looked at my brother. He says, why are you here? He says, that's my brother. Oh, and I was playing ball with him. So I'm just as guilty as he is because I was with him. And Ronnie says, I was the one who threw the pitch, so I'm just as guilty. And I'm the one who tried to lay down the bunt, and I did it wrong. So I'm the one who broke your window. And all of us were arguing, no, I'm the one who did it. And so he said, okay, the three of you, come with me. And we walked down this, the, the past the parking lot to our house and knocked on the door. It was a weekend. My father was home. And he, so he tells my father what's going on. And, and of course, they're smiling, and we're feeling bad. He says, what do you think we should do? My father said, well, uh, how much is the window going to cost? He says, I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. He says, let me know. And the kids, will, is it is it possible they could work off the cost? If you need me to, I'll put it up front. And he says, no, 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 I'll pay for it if you have them work off the. And he says, boys, you guys did this, and you have to be responsible for it. Why? Because we didn't listen to our ego. My ego said, run. My conscience said, no, 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 don't do that. That's wrong. So we went and told them. And then the commercial was on a few years later. Mr. Robinson, Mr. Robinson, I broke your window. And the pastor was so proud of us for not running. We could have ran, and no one would have ever known who broke the window. We would have never known. We could have just left and held that secret for the rest of our lives and never gotten caught, and they would have never known. Some kids must have been playing ball. Here's a a hard ball inside the church. Kids threw a ball through the window. That's all they would know. So we worked in his yard and around the church for the entire summer to pay off. And he paid us a certain amount. I forgot what it was. A certain amount per day or per hour until we worked off the entire cost between the three of us of of the window being repaired. Okay. So that's the difference between listening to your conscience and listening to your ego. So, you, But your ego, getting back, I know all of that went, man, he was rambling on for a long time. No, no, no. Please bear with me. I should have said that when I went through, on through the whole story. Your ego, when you're trying to go to sleep, will occupy your mind. Because the only way your ego is desperate for you to hear it. Listen to me. Listen to what I have to tell you. So your ego will talk to your mind and and tell your mind to think these thoughts. Your mind just tells, it's a recorder. Your mind just does what it's told. So you say, I am, therefore I think, and your mind does what you tell it to do. Like my language right now, i have already thinking up the entire concept and already thought up the entire concept of what I wanted to get across to you. And it goes into my brain and then my mind in my brain, this construct, then translate those into these words that are English or the American version of English. This American West Coast California slang that I'm using, with all of the other Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and and, uh, and Boston uh, uh, nodes of the in the southern drawl of coming across the southern plains of my language. And the ego does the same thing. And the ego unchecked will continue telling your mind to think, and you can't turn it off. I can't shut my mind off. I'm trying to go to sleep, and it just keeps thinking. Well, your mind is not alive. It's you. You're in charge. But see, I learned the Native American, and I tell people if you want to learn something, the Native Americans have, the shamans especially, but all Natives, if they're truly Native, I'm only 5%. But if you're but if the but the natives, if they're truly native teachers, they will teach you how to gain control of your own mind. And that's the dream walking and being in control of your dreams as well. OK. And that is gaining control over your ego at a younger age. It's giving you the tools to choose that and to, to be aware of it. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing of its existence. Okay. How do we get out of doing uh, density to the to the green heart? Oh, i will see now. doing density to the green heart? Okay, that's a good question. I'll cover that in a second. And then we'll call it a day. I'm already going on longer than I should have. Okay, so so you should look into the Native American shamanistic ways of of uh, getting control of your mind and getting you control of your dreams. Okay, your dreams are the same. Your dreams are your subconscious or your superconscious. Your superconscious, even uh, from Freud, w- would be your your higher higher self, right? Or your higher self, and then your your superconscious is your higher higher self. That's the self of you that is in the sixth uh, density that's halfway through the sixth density. Okay, and that's where you're anchored. So your subconscious, that's what we we, we say sub, meaning we're thinking below is within. Okay, so that that is not something that is is beneath. It is only beneath in that it is not on the forefront, but that is you. You are the subconsciousness. You are the superconsciousness. The thinking mind is a construct that's job is to record things as now. That's why when you have a trauma at, at the age of five, and you don't deal with that trauma when you go to deal with that trauma and you're 35 or 40 or 50. All of a sudden you go through everything and every bit of emotion right now. Why? Because your body and your mind is a recording device. It records everything is now. It doesn't change. It doesn't have the wherewithal to say that was a long time ago. So it shouldn't have the same meaning. That's not its job. It is not alive. It is not sentient. It is not separate from you. Its job is to give you the emotion as if it's happening now. Your job as a soul is to reflect on that and say, I'm okay. Everything's fine. This is something that happened to me 35 years ago. But, if, but a lot of, most people don't. And they get all upset, especially if you're under hypnosis. Because then what's happening is you're regressing and turning on and playing the video recorder. And, and that, that isn't just seeing television and hearing it. That is actually feeling, experiencing, and having it happen to you right now. And so someone has to tell you, because you're a child then, someone has to tell the child in you, it is okay. You are safe. You are okay. Because you're not capable in that moment when you're under hypnosis because you are, in fact, the child. You are, in fact, what you were when it happened your soul is not attached to that what's is happening your soul is witnessing it just like it did when it happened at the exact time that it happened okay you're witnessing it and you're separate not able to control it because of the hypnosis it separates that part of you of control and gives it over to the person who's telling you what to see or regressing you the ego works on your subconscious which the, this part of the subconscious would be the id that's the difference between the id the id is the conscience and the ego is the anti id do you see so your so your ego its job is to be slightly more sentient than the recorder its job is to keep you locked into this reality and believing this reality is real so it has a little bit more of a hold over your body, then you realize it first, and that's what you're supposed to overcome. You're supposed to find the realization within yourself by learning that it's a trap. The first step in avoiding trap is knowing of its existence. You have to know the ego exists and acknowledge that to defeat the ego. And to do that, the only truth is I am my ego. You have to see yourself in that first person or third person. That's why, if you watch the movie Fight Club, they go to that house when they're when they're starting the the uh, whatever it is Fifth Street, Eighth Street, Seventh Street, Street, whatever the number is, Sixth Street, Fifth Street. I forgot what the number was. Uh Soap Company. They're living in that shitty ass mansion that they're uh, ended up using to get everybody to rebuild it. All of that. I should do a whole entire story on the on Fight Club and all of that uh, that's going on there. But you remember they were reading. He was reading, they, because they were split personalities. They were the ego. You have to realize that that Ed Norton's character was the conscience, and Tyler Durden was the ego inside his mind, separated into two personalities, just like your ego is, and it was the battle of the ego. And until he woke up to, and it it dawned on him, and it was apparent to him that he was, in fact, Tyler Durden, then he defeated Tyler Durden, by symbolically shooting Tyler Durden in the in the head and the bullet went in through his mouth and out through his uh, side of his cheek but Tyler Durden died why because he killed his ego okay so the first step in avoiding the trap is knowing of his existence he didn't was unaware that Tyler Durden was him and he was and Tyler Durden explained it to him sometimes i you were me and you were pretending to be someone else while witnessing me his, he just had a split in his ego, and he became the ego as as, one, as Tyler Durden, and he was still himself as, as uh, whatever Edward Norton's character was. I can't think of his name right now. His character. Okay? And it wasn't until later on that he realized it was him the entire time. Okay? And that was what that entire dichotomy was about, getting unstuck and defeating your ego, that entire movie. That's what that was about. Okay? All of it. So take that knowledge I just gave you and go back and watch the Fight Club and you're going to go, holy fuck. Wow, what a mind fuck. Because that's what that was about. The entire scenario was his coming of age, defeating his ego, and becoming, being, who he truly was. Because you are aspects of your ego. Okay. So... Your mind, you have to quiet your mind by stil- by stifling the ego. I'm teaching my sister this. Literally, that's why I was asking. I was wondering if she was still in the audience because I'm working with her or one of my sisters. She's the youngest of four older sisters. And I'm working with her on this. She has a hard time because she's very entrenched in um, believing, I think, therefore I am. And that the thought in the mind is, in fact, her in some way, her brain being out of control. It's not. It's just your ego trying to keep you in this reality. That's all that is. And the more you stop feeding the ego, the more desperate it becomes. Now, let me go on. Uh, if you have any further questions on that, Denise, uh, talk to me after the show or tomorrow and we can go over that any more if I haven't answered that for you. So the next question is, is uh, Casey asked. So this is for Casey and I apologize, Casey, for some reason that chat didn't come here. I'll look into that when I go live next time. I'll make sure I put it on a venue to where I can read it in the chat here because otherwise I have to actually open up that chat and look. So uh, Casey asked, "How do we get out of doing density?" And I'm not sure uh, what you what you mean by that. Doing de- I, I, I kind of think density to the green heart. Okay, so your heart chakra is in fact that green ray chakra. Okay, and density, what you're referring to here, is is doing physical, is keeping the heart in the physical. I, I believe that's what you're what you're saying. Um, I'm going to switch over to that chat. So if I'm wrong, if you're still here, she may have be gone. <laughs> I apologize, right? So how do we get out of doing? She puts in quotes, density to the green heart. Doing uh, is this place, and so she put that in quotes. Okay. So so the green heart, the chakra in the heart. This is what Jesus was teaching us. That, that's a beautiful question, Casey. So the so the last time that the Savior character came to this earth in a big way, he was called Jesus, or they. She and he, they were called Jesus. Okay? So, actually, that's not true because Muhammad came afterwards. Some people think Muhammad came first, but it's, I don't believe that's the case. I think Muhammad came after. So the 11th time, not the 12th, because Muhammad was the one after Jesus, I think. Whichever one of those two came. One came prior to the other, and I don't know the exact dates. So Jesus was either number twelve or Jesus was eleven. I think Jesus was twelve. So I think Muhammad may have come before Jesus. Either way, that character that was Jesus was trying to teach us that the lessons of the fifth density is the density of or dimension of five. The 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 um, that which the knowledge that which you learn there is primarily love, unless you're in the uh, in service to self, and then it's hate. Okay, so. Doing density to the green chakra, the heart chakra, is everything that you do that is negative to yourself that locks you into this reality. So how do we get out of doing that to the heart? Love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. How do we get out of doing density? we, we stop. You just stop. You turn towards the light, right? Who was it that just, uh, Aaron Rodgers doing ayahuasca last year came to the realization. They played it on the news and we're like, man, that guy's crazy. Right. And they, they played it on, uh, uh, all over on Fox. And then they played it on Fox and friends and they played it on, uh, Tucker Carlson. And then they played it on, uh, uh, at night, the late night, that was where they really went after him, uh, late night with, uh, uh what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name right this second. I can see his face. We can't think of his name. See, I'm thinking spirituality, not the politics, or religion. And they and they were like, you know, Cat uh, Tiff Timth She said, "Well, you know, when you do ayahuasca, you know, you're definitely that's the uh, the voice of a man who does ayahuasca because because uh, in his case, right, he learned through. A psychedelic trip by using in ayahuasca. People use uh, DMT. Some people use ayahuasca. Some people use a lot of THC. I just use THC and jack it up to like 100 milligrams or 100 parts per million instead of 50. 50 is all you can buy it in. So I'll, I'll smoke like a bowl of that shit and get so fucking high that I'm, I'm, it's like a ayahuasca trip and I'm seeing fucking God. And I do that on purpose. I get really, really, I get so high as a matter of fact that I, you know, how we're playing raw here with this English voice fucks me up and I can't deal with it. I'm like, oh my God, I can't deal with this voice right now. This voice, not because it's like resounding like God, but it's just so strange because I know it's a computer and it has that tinny computer voice, but it's an English uh, voice and it doesn't say the words right. My brain just goes, oh, oh, fuck, man, I can't deal with this right now. Uh, I'm already thinking of the concept of what he's saying. So in his understanding, because of his enlightenment of ayahuasca, it pertains. His realization was that, among other things, the one that he said, and usually when you f- first learn this, you become very slow of cadence and speak very soft. Some people keep this cadence. I can do this cadence and be this way. I, some people tell me if I did my show this way, I would probably be more popular. Right? He says, I've come to the realization that only through fixing myself and going internalizing into myself and truly honestly objectively loving myself unconditionally that allows me to then unconditionally love others but it's only through that and, you know, they're like, yeah, that's, that's definitely the words of somebody who's been on a ayahuasca trip. For those people who are rooted in this place, that tone and that cadence and those words sound fucking insane. But when you put that to a song, it does sound insane to some people and you get killed over it. All you need is love, 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 love is all you need. Okay? And he got shot in the heart for it and killed by a crazy lunatic who believed he was the devil for saying what he was saying. Okay? So the way to stop doing density is to stop feeding your heart with this reality To stop feeding your heart that which is opposite of what your heart is. Your heart is love. The creation of the universe is through your heart. Logos. It's through the word. The word is love. The word is logos. So to stop doing density to the green ray is to activate the green ray with love instead of density. And density is this third density, right? You said that the world. See, now, I'm, now I upgraded or updated, <laughs> right? Right. I, you, said, you, you said the word in the third density of solar plexus, yellow of doing. Oh, I understand, right? And I was wondering how we're moving or ascending to the heart. Ah, okay. What, which is the same. This is what I'm what I'm saying. Okay. So we're. This is the place of doing. The place our job, what we're supposed to do, (laughs) right, is come to the realization, this is what I've been talking about, come to the realization of the ego, and the ego is the trap that keeps us in the place of doing, the yellow ray, how do we transition to the green? By not listening to the ego, by not feeding the ego, the ego feeds that which is in us that holds us in the yellow ray, place of doing. So what we need to do is rise above it or descend into or beneath it. That's why I loved uh, in in the song uh, from uh, Five Finger Death Punch, he says, i'm I'm over it and under it. Because he was talking about everybody was saying that he sold out Ivan is the lead singer, and everybody was saying Ivan sold out right because he was uh, all about money and before that he was an alcoholic and then he got off alcohol and they said he sold out and he said I'm I'm over it and under it and that was the part of the song I'm I'm over it and under it and he would say that he'd point up and then he would point down uh, and and he wouldn't just point down he would say under it he would use his finger to go down and then curl and pivot back up under it meaning I've come back up through the other side I've descended into the darkness This is what Jesus and all of the prophets were telling us, Casey. This is the secret. This is the key and the door to ascend and graduate from this place. It is our responsibility as individuals to recognize that the ego is rooted in the yellow ray, the second place, or the third place, I apologize, the third chakra up the chain to infinity, okay? And we are supposed to be ascending up through the chakras while pulling the kundalini energy with us. The masculine and the feminine, not just one, but both. That's the double helix. That's what that means. Our own DNA is showing us double helix, duality, As one, to ascend from the yellow ray to the green heart chakra, we need love. The only way that you can have love is to what? Descend into yourself and be objective about yourself. Honest, objectively, and do the shadow work, that which is it is what Jesus and all other ascension, including Muhammad, did. They ascended into hell and then ascended to heaven. That is the dark night of the soul and the ascension. Jesus dying on the cross and going to hell for our sins and then ascending to heaven is what all of us are supposed to do spiritually. The way to heaven way to the kingdom of heaven is through me, Jesus said. It was because he was teaching us that he was the key, or he was the door, and the key was the knowledge. That was supposed to be the Garden of Eden's actual thing that you were supposed to learn from it, not women were evil because they ate the fruit and now they have uh, pain in childbirth. That's the original sin. And that we got cast out of uh, out of Eden because we had the knowledge of good and evil. That's not it. That's not it at all. That story was the dissension and the ascension. Through the knowledge of good and evil, you realize the ego and the conscience, the id and the ego, and that battle is the actual yin and yang, is the actual dichotomy. Between good and evil, the kitty's coming to tell me that it's time for me to to be done. Oh, kitty. She's coming in meowing and sitting on me now to say to me and licking me. She's coming to get me. It's time. It's almost seven. You need to stop now. Oh, baby. She's reminding me that it's getting later. I love this kitty girl. Yes, I love her. Her name is Squeaky. Squeaky squeaker because she does not meow. She only squeaks. Not because she has a problem. That's just the way she is. She's a quiet little soul who does not scream loud except for after she's done one of those miracle poops and she's running at night, all crazy, helter-skelter, and then she's going, meow, 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 and then she stops, but that's the only time she gets loud. Or, and, you know, you do something that hurts her. Okay, so so Denise, oh, no, no I'm sorry, so, so I'm, I, it's changed again, so I apologize. Casey, so literally the question that you just asked is, in fact, what it is that we're all here to do. So to do that is very simple in my mind. It's the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. That is the realization that your ego is the trap. You're stuck because of yourself. We are all just prisoners here of our own device. That's by the Eagles, Hotel California. That song was about being stuck. Okay? That song was about being stuck and realizing the realization that you were stuck because you're a prisoner of your own device. Not something that you didn't do, not something that someone else did to you, something you did to yourself. We are stuck here because we believe here is real. Because we're supposed to, to have an organic experience. But the organic experience at some point is us supposed to realize the ego is keeping us in the yellow ray, and that's what's doing the density to our chakra and keeping it from being crystalline. So to fix that and line and align that chakra, we have to give up all of that of us that is the warlike masculine war in us. We need to keep that part which we need to defend if need be, to go to war if need be, to be aggressive enough if need be. But we need to balance that with the feminine. With the love, with the nurturing, the caring, all that is opposite of the Mars, the red planet, all that is opposite of that. And the only way we can do that is to to find that place within ourselves. Everything that you're up against in this reality is keeping you in that warlike state, just above being a lizard brain. Your ego is part of that, the external ego that is the internet, the external ego that is politics, the external ego that is the news, the external ego that is songs on the radio and magazines and everything else that's negative. All of that stuff that is negative or positive and negative, you are the best in the entire world. If it wasn't for you, everybody else is stupid. You know better than everyone else. Anyone who thinks that, ah, listen to me, I can tell you what I would do if I were you. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to give you the tools. I'm going to lead you to the water. It's yours to drink. I'm going to lead you to a fishing pole and show you what, how to catch fish. I'm not going to give you a fish. I'm not going to take you to the watering hole and not tell you what's in the water or even tell you that you should drink it or just say, you should drink that. Trust me. Because you don't trust anybody if you listen to your ego. And if you listen to your conscience, you trust everyone. <laughs> You've learned. That you need a little bit of both. And that's the first step in avoiding the trap is knowing of its existence. The Native Americans call it the wolf. Which wolf do you feed? There's a wolf that is evil and a wolf that is that is not. Wolf that is dark and wolf that is light. Which wolf do you feed? The wolf that you feed is the one that you become. So to stop doing density to your green chakra, heart chakra, is to stop being evil to stop listening to the ego to realize that the ego is a trap the first step in avoiding a trap is knowing of its existence know that the ego is the trap and that is you it's part of you it is part of you that's designed to be that way on purpose to teach you it's only for children it's not for adults when you become adult you don't listen to the ego anymore and stories the ego tell you i was not for to, for to playing with the ball in the house but i for kid to kick the ball because I had to go get the ball out of the closet, bring it into the living room, get mad at my sister and kick the ball at my sister and it hit off the couch and broke the lamp. All of those were choices that I made to have the ball there and to kick the ball. And only an objective objective adult thinks that way. Children that that whole entire scenario makes perfect sense to them. So realizing that you're lying to yourself is the realization that you're listening to your ego. That's the first step in avoiding the trap. Realizing that they're lying to you on the news and that they're just priests and sportscasters calling the shots. You watch a football game and the commentary uh, is talking about the football game or the baseball game or the basketball game. Listen to those people talk and take that out of context from there or take that context and say, what if they were talking about political, uh, the political arena right now? Would it sound just like this? Yeah. It, as a matter of fact, does. Sounds just like that. No difference. Right? Oh, and the long bomb came off of the Democrats today when they got Donald Trump's house raided by the Secret Service. They scored a touchdown, and they got him on their heels, and it looks like they're going to win the game. It's fourth and goal, and Donald Trump doesn't look like he's got anything left. He's brought in the big guns. And they're going to try and do the ramming it down the middle to get that touchdown. But it looks like the Democrats know what the play is. And they call, had to call a timeout. Look at that. They had to call a timeout because they knew the defense was ready for them. No different. No different than what you see going on now. That doesn't mean that the offense isn't going to score a touchdown and pull out a Hail Mary. Doesn't mean that. It's not fourth and goal on their own one. They're going to try and tell you what it is. Because you can't see the game. Do you see? That's the difference. It's not. It's it's not broadcast. You don't get to see the game. You only get to see what one side gets to tell you. So if you were listening to the radio and the announcer on the radio was clearly, without your knowledge, lying to you and telling you something was happening that wasn't really happening, if that's your only point of reference, you think that's happening. Baghdad, bag Baghdad, bag, uh, bag, daddy, or bag, bag, bag Dad daddy, whatever they called him. The guy in Baghdad who was a, 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 a colonel or a general in the, in the Iraqi army during the invasion that became the, uh, uh, from Desert Storm or Desert Shield to Desert Storm was standing and broadcasting from Iraq saying that they were killing the Americans as they came and they were destroying the Americans. And the Americans were lost in the desert and it would never make it to Baghdad and that they were losing the war utterly they were killing, the Iraqis were murdering by the hundreds of thousands and millions of Americans. And he kept saying that, and kept saying that, and kept saying that, and kept, saying that and kept saying that until the Americans pulled into the square and then he ran for his life. And then you found out that the Americans only killed about 50,000 people, maybe less, and that more than 5 million Iraqis surrendered without a shot fired, and that they drove at 55 miles an hour through the desert and it took them less than, less than 48 hours to conquer the entire country. And they only had to kill maybe 10,000 people doing it. But if you listen to that guy for that two days, there was already a million Americans dead. And they were losing utterly. And if that was the only word you could hear, then you believe it. That's the ego in this case. I'm using that scenario as the ego. That's your ego. Your ego does that to you. It's designed to do that. So it tells your brain stuff, and your brain says it to you because it's told to do that. It's not thinking. It's not to, Your brain doesn't say, I shouldn't listen to the ego. It's your conscience that is the, that part of you that says, don't listen to the ego. And then you have to make the choice of who to listen to. And if you're in a, truly an adult, you listen to both. That's how that's how you that's how you discern from children. If you're if you have children and you have two of them or more and something happens and you go, what the hell happened in here? Well, well, I was for two not playing with the ball and Jenny was making me mad and I kicked the ball. No, no, I didn't do any of that. I never said anything. Jenny says they're both going to be ego because they're children and they're both going to paint themselves as the as the victim. Donald Trump versus the federal government. federal government says they're the victim. Donald Trump stole documents he shouldn't have had. Donald Trump says, I declassified all the documents that were there that were, that were in any way top secret, and everybody knew that, and I checked them with everybody, and these people had no reason to be here. Both are telling you they're the victim. The truth is somewhere in between those, and an adult knows that. The truth is somewhere in between. It's either one or the other. Or somewhere in the middle, but it's not in fact something that I would listen to. What Donald Trump said and go, he must be right because I trust him, or the DOJ—they must be right because I trust them. They are children. I don't trust either one of them. I want to know both of their stories, and then I, as an adult, will tell you the truth. So the whole story that they—let's. What's the premise of why you went to his house? Okay, that doesn't add up because only a child would believe that story. If we two wasn't playing with the ball. And then I kicked the ball at Jenny and it bounced off the couch and then it's Jenny's fault so you should be mad at Jenny. I, I didn't I didn't lie about having a, a, a thing for a, a warrant. There was a real dossier and and it was not uh, made up and it was not fake and it was real. And, and then I got the judge and he said that I told him, no, this is real. And he said, okay, you can go for two and, and look in the house. Same thing happened here. I, I, I got this document that came because because they they put it in the toilet and flashed it, and then it got stuck, but I, I was called to go get it, and I didn't use my auger. I'm not even going to tell her that part of the story. And I opened the pipe, and I found this paper. And I thought, this paper is important. I need to tell someone. I'm not going to call a Republican. So I called for to the Democratic Party, and, and gave them the paper, and then they went and looked in his house to get more papers. And, and it, so it's his fault because he made me do it because he took the, the document and put it in the pipe. And so because I was trying to do what you told me to do, to be good and be right, I didn't play for the ball in the house. I just he got the ball because Jenny made me mad. There is no difference in that story. They're identical if you're an adult. So the truth is, you go to Jenny, what happened? She tells you her side of the story, and she's the victim. You Then you go to Billy, or in this case, Donald, Donnie, and he tells you he's a victim. Okay, let's all sit down and talk about this. That's what we have courts for. Okay? But the problem is, now, as an adult, who do you trust in the courts, the lawyers or the judges? Who's going to be in charge? Well, then we're going to try and find some civilians that are no way... Uh, have any knowledge of anything that's going on? That's going to be easy. Any millennial—they don't watch the news. They're not paying attention. They don't even know who Donald Trump is. They don't know if you said who's the who's the director of the DOJ. Uh, DOJ. What the fuck does that mean? So it's going to be easy to get a, a, a somebody, that, but it's going to be hard to get them to show up. Right? I mean, you just can't get anybody below the age or above the age of of 35 to be on the jury. Everybody has to be between 18 and 35, and they're going to be the ones who have no fucking clue what's going on. The problem is though, they're not going to even understand the judicial system, and that it's your job to try and figure out if somebody did something wrong. And because they don't listen to their ego or their conscience at all, right, neither, they ignore everybody and everything. I don't know, man. I don't care. That's not my thing, dude. You're, it's going to be hard for them to be to be judging people because they're going to go, no, no, man. He, That guy said it was in the toilet, man. Because right? they're children themselves because they don't balance. So to answer your question there, you have to balance the ego because you can't get rid of the ego completely until you're ready to. And that doesn't happen fully until you're in the sixth or seventh, halfway through the sixth, when the ego can go away completely and you can choose to just be in service to others and not in service to self. So the ego stays with you in some guise until in, in halfway through the sixth density or sixth dimension. So here, what can we do, right? here we need to take care of ourselves work on ourselves learn the things about ourselves be a, a, you know objective with ourselves be truthful honest and say the things about ourselves that are wrong with us and fix them and in doing so you have to then learn to love yourself and once you do then you then you become uh, starting to balance and you listen to the ego less if you're in service to others If you're in service to self, you'll listen to the ego more and tell that voice in your head to shut the fuck up. The other one, the one that says, don't do that. Don't rape that poor girl. That would be wrong. She's unconscious and she doesn't even know you got her drunk that she's passed out. Do not have sex with her. That is what your conscience will say or the other way around. Do not have sex with that boy. You got him drunk and now he doesn't know what he's doing. He will have sex with you because he just, that's just what his body function is. It's called rape. I don't care. If no one sees it, No one knows it happened. It didn't happen. As long as I pull out, she doesn't get pregnant. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Why? Because I want to get off. I want to have sex with her. And I'm going to drug her. Uh, That's your ego. That's that part of you that does the stuff that's wrong. Do you see? So your heart gets injured every time you do things that are wrong. And it, it diminishes. And that's how you lose your heart. You lose the light. You lose that which is the part of you that is the light and our entire species on this planet has swung away from that. We were, uh, you know, 5,000 years ago, 75,000 years ago, very dark and very evil. And we've swung away from that and we're swinging back towards, uh, you know, we're getting away from Bakhtun 12, right? Uh, Bakhtun 12 ended and that was the the time of war. This is the Kali Yuga, the, the, the uh, time of trouble, the t- tribulation where where the time of war is ending, but war doesn't just go away. There is the ego doesn't just die. This is the time. Hi Jen. I just seen Jen came in and said hello. Um yeah, sorry. What did you would you say? I took a nap before the show and overslept. That's okay. You can always rewind. Right? It's here forever for people to find. So the balance is doing the, the, the that work, the, the shadow work that that Carl Jung talked about doing the shadow work and that is descending into uh you know into your own psyche you know uh, falling into hell uh and 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 admitting to yourself that everything you've done has been or the, the bad things and then forgiving yourself for doing those and then forgiving those people who did shit to you and then repairing those things that happen to you and healing yourself so this is where i was getting to earlier when i said very early on three and a half hours ago or three hours ago when i was talking about two and a half hours ago when i was talking about being a victim if you find yourself living in a victim status status then you're living in the ego because you're staying there in the pain and the hurt and the guilt and you're not forgiving of yourself or that person I went through this with my, uh, my I believe now, ex-wife. We filed for divorce uh, after seven years of being separated. And I, and I think we're actually divorced now. If not, we're going to be divorced very soon. Uh, it was You know, we both wanted it. Um, but she was going through this as well. And I told her, you know, she was going through all the problems that happened to her because she was going through therapy, the things that happened to her when she was a child. And I said, you have to forgive yourself. It wasn't your fault. None of that was your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. These people did that. They just did it to you. And she said, but I, I, I need to know why. And I said, they do it because they can. There is no, no you know, reason rhyming as to why. They do it because they can. There was no other reason for that. When someone rapes a girl or a boy or abuses them in some way, they do it because they want the power over them. They can. That's evil. That's narcissism. Narcissism is evil. Okay. That's nefariousness. That is evil. People do bad things because they are in service to self. People who are in service to others don't do those bad things. And when you're a child, you're supposed to learn the difference between the two and then choose. That is what we are here to do. We are here to be that child, to do those things, to learn the ego, to learn the id or the conscience. And to feed, which wolf do we feed? Do we listen to the conscience or do we listen to the ego that decides who we become? And we can only decide what to do by listening to both. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing of its existence. You're either trapped in your conscience or you're trapped in your ego. One or the other until you're not. Because you realize the trap that is this place is one or the other and not both equal balance of light and dark and equal balance of aggression and, and passiveness and equal balance of aggression, the male uh, energy and uh, the feminine love nurturing energy as one that is the Kundalini energy that is the double helix. Okay. That's why they're intertwined, wrapping around each other, because they are one. That is what the Celtic knotwork, the Viking Celtic knotwork of the Southern Vikings, Middle uh, Earth, and and Northern Vikings. The knotwork is to symbolize the the kundalini energy in their religion. They didn't call it the kundalini. The kundalini is the word that we use uh, from the the Hindu, Hindi religion, uh, or spiritual practice. But kundalini means balance of the energies light and dark that's the yin and yang that is the kundalini in the japanese and chinese yin and yang okay so they all have the version every single uh, spiritual uh, construct on this planet has their version of that double helix the kundalini energy that which is the the wrapping of the two energies the balance that is the separation of light and dark, a separation of aggression and passiveness or or hate and love, the separation that is one by balancing the two. So you are not all aggressive and warlike and you are not all passive and loving and caring. Do you see? You have a little bit of, of each. That is the balance. And so people will say to me, how do, you, how do you say balance, right, and dark? You don't want to be evil. No, no, no. Let's well, see. But there is. Evil is an aspect of us, of the creator. We created everything. So a, a part of us is egoic, is subjective. But a part of us is non-egoic and is in service to others and is, and is objective. Do you see? We have to balance that. That is listening to two children and listening to one l- giving you the story of the ego, and the other one giving you the story of the ego. Both are telling you that they're the the the, uh, 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 the one that's been hurt. They're they're the victim here, and that's what most you have to realize. Look up the IQ test. What is the IQ test based on? Is based on the fact that no one is over the age of 18 in their maturity level. Okay, and then if you are, you're considered a genius. Because you are in fact an adult, and you see the universe through the mind of an of, of an adult, or through the mind of your higher self, your soul, your inner self, and everything becomes very objective to you. Yeah, Casey. Yeah, I've been working on. That's one of the hardest things. The hardest thing is to do is rein in and reel in. That part of us which is passive aggressive, that part of us which is judgmental, that part of us. She said, "Yes, I have been really uh, been working really hard on forgiveness for the past year. It has really helped. Yes, it and it it is hard in the beginning when you first look at the ego." This is one of my, like I said, one of my sisters, my youngest sister, uh, out of the four, they're all older than me. (laughs) I only have one younger brother. Uh, Well, he and I were outnumbered, right? Four older sisters. Uh, but the youngest one, she uh, is is uh, just now uh, starting to deal with the ego on in that combative state of trying to tell tell the ego to shut up, and that's really really super hard. When you're trying to, this is why I do that thirty second meditation, because that thirty second meditation puts you into that place, and if you do that over and over to where you can get there, it puts you into the place that meditation is trying to put you into for an extended period of time. Why is that important? Because that place of meditation where we are outside or above in vibration, outside the reach of the pain body and the thinking mind, and outside the reach of the ego, that is you. That is where you reside as the immortal soul, as the creator. So that is the place where we're trying to get you to ascend to in your spiritual mindset, because that is the place that is fifth, density that is the place that is the love green love chakra of this physical 3d body which will put us into the physical 4d reality moving up into the 5d reality which is won't be on this planet it'll be in another planet but that's for the for the place but spiritually we can ascend to 5d here and and start on the love journey on this planet do you see? And that will help you in your density move up to the fourth, and that's what we're trying to do. So we're trying to pull everybody up to the fifth to get them into the green ray, into the heart, spiritually, and then that moves the physical body into the fourth and starts transitioning the, the and getting prepared for when the cycle ends and that life ends in the fourth, you can then move up to the fifth. And that was where Jesus was when he descended and came here legally, which is what Ra was talking about, when you come back down and get born into a body, then Jesus descended and came here to help. And that's where most of you, most of us came from. Uh, Anybody who's a wanderer, what we call a wanderer, and that's somebody who has already either ascended and has chosen to come back or is able to ascend and has chosen to come back to assist. Once you become an adult, it becomes very hard to leave the children behind. Do you see? So when you have the knowledge and, and that you can ascend, you look at the earth and go, there's still work to be done here. There's still so many that need help. So you volunteer to come back again. So that's why when you know when everyone says, No, that's the trap, don't listen to them run. That's the trap. That's the trap. Your ego is desperate to have you recycle, but your all ego is desperate for you to forget. So your ego would love for you to run away and go to some other star system a long, long ways away and not be here to help. Because the people that are trapped here, your ego knows the plan of nefariousness because your ego is that nefariousness in you. So it knows that it wants anyone who can help the fuck off this rock as soon as possible. So that everybody else is stuck here like slaves. And that their power and their base in the three D reality, because that's all they have. They don't have the creation, so they have to deny it. So to deny the creation is to become in this reality only. And what's happening in this reality, and this is what a lot of people don't know. And we we only we tell people this, but you won't you won't believe me in, in, unless you're ready for the knowledge. And this is why they want us out of here. Because what's happening here is that one of the functions that's happening, the byproduct that we didn't imagine, is that what's going on is that what's happening right now is the realization, this is why I call my show Orion Rising and my book, is that the collective consciousness of the one true God in creating this place is becoming aware of itself in this reality and moving into this reality in a real sense. And the ego can't have that unless it can corrupt that which is. But it can't because the ego was designed for a time. The devil will be unleashed on the earth for a time that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Your ego will be unleashed on you for a time. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it is only designed to work until you're aware of it. And then only when you stop listening to it does it start to fade. That is the key and the door. That is the key and the door to ascension. When when you when you can when you have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the mind to realize the esotericness of what I just said to you, you're well on your way. And then it becomes very simple to you. Okay. All right. So it is now after seven. I've been on here for three hours. Did not intend to go past six, but you guys had some really good questions that I really needed to get into. For those of you who think I'm crazy, it's only because it didn't resonate with you. You're not ready for this vibration yet. See, my voice is even going, I need to drink some water, stop talking, make some dinner, and then be quiet for the rest of the night and maybe watch baseball or something mindless. (laughs) Simulated warfare. All right, guys. I love you guys. I'm not afraid to say that. That's the other thing. When you, when you, and I didn't take ayahuasca to get where I am, guys. Although I have smoked enough marijuana to have that trip be high enough to where I've gotten like 100 parts per million, 100 milligrams per million uh, of THC in my body, which is double the legal uh, selling limit. People can't even, they don't even sell you anything over 50. You can't get that anymore. That was when I was smoking pot 20 years ago, 30 years ago. That was what we were uh, striving for was 100. Now they won't sell it to you unless it's at 50. You can't even get 80 these days. Sometimes I think you can get some medicinal. If you grow it yourself, you can you can still make it. But yeah, I've gotten so high where people would see God. I even did. I mean, I did that while I was taking Ormus, by the way. <laughs> Take Ormus and get high and drink alcohol and get really fucking baked. Right? That's like when you do Indica and you're just sitting there in the couch. If you're not using it for the right purpose, you're just going, ha. <laughs> Huh. And then you become Bill and Ted. <laughs> Shut up, Ted. Or you become Beavis and Butthead. They were, Bill and Ted were just the live version of Beavis and Butthead without the antics of looks cool and break shit. Huh. Huh. Yeah, fire, fire, <clears throat> fire, yeah. <clears throat> Are you threatening me? I am TP teepee for my bunghole. I am Cornholio. Jesus, calm down, Beavis. I'm going to have to smack you again. Okay, I love you guys. When you can say that openly to anyone and you're not afraid of it, you're not afraid of someone looking at you going, did that guy just say he loves you? Well, dude, what are you, like in love with her or something, right? When all of that goes away, when you stop listening to your ego and when somebody says stuff to you, it's just words out of children's mouth. Yeah, well, you're a pee pee boo boo caca shit. God damn it. That's what I hear when somebody's ego pops off and they get all mad and start talking smack to me. You're racist. You're one of those. What, what do they call us now? Uh, occupiers, whatever it is. Uh, you know, we're the people that came here. and uh, You're one of them. You're just, ooh, and any kind of bad words that I can say to trigger you. And only those people who get triggered are the people who have an ego to bruise, right? So when people say that to me, I just, I giggle because what I hear is, you're a pee pee poo poo cuck shit goddammit. That's what you are, pal. And I'm telling on you when mom gets home that you said bad words. So that's what I hear when somebody pops off and says something egoic. I just I giggle and go, wow, I didn't mean to trigger your ego there, spud. Okay, but I trigger people's egos if they have one. I trigger it. Why? Because I walk down the middle of the road. I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat, whatever you call that in your country. I'm not a I'm not a conservative or or a, 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 a ultra liberal, progressive. I am neither. I don't choose I don't listen to that religion. I don't subscribe to that religion. I'm not part of that spiritual way. I am not in service to others. Therefore, I am not affected by that. And people go, well, I'm not even going to vote. Okay. When you're when you grow up and learn the, the the truality of how to put ego in check, you don't just put your own ego in check, but you have to put other ego in check as well. Do you see? The whole purpose of being an adult is to not let children get away with being children, whether they're yours or not. Where's your parents? I'm going to tell your father that you're doing this. Your father doesn't care. That means he's a child like the child that you're looking at, right? Well, kids will be kids. I know how it is. Okay, so you're you're okay with your son raping a little girl? I, I, hey, now we're not talking that. Well, that's what was going on. He was trying to get her pants off to put his little winky inside her little winky. And I said that that was not right, and I was going to tell your father. Well, you didn't say that. That's what they were doing. Now, all of a sudden, he becomes the adult again. Why? Because he can't go, well, kids are kids. You know how it is. Maybe she's the one who got him to do that. She shouldn't have dressed like that. If she wasn't dressed like a whore, he wouldn't have raped her. You know, I was 4'2". 4'2", two, two, didn't play with the ball in the house because you said not to. 4'2", play with the ball. And then Jenny came, and she made me mad. So I kicked the ball at Jenny, and it bounced. And it hit the couch and then broke your voss. And it was Jenny's fault. If she wasn't making me mad, I wouldn't have kicked the ball. And it was I'm the victim here, you see. If she didn't dress like that, she wouldn't have gotten herself in trouble. It's her fault. Not my son's. That's all ego. Do you see how that plays out? It's the same thing. That is the same words from a child in a different scenario, meaning the same thing. So, so for two, Donald Trump put this piece of paper that was ultra top secret stuff in, for, in the toilet and he flushed it and it got stuck and so they called me and I came and I... Um, I, I didn't use my auger, but you don't need to know about the auger and what it does. And We call that the snake, and that destroys anything that's caught in the system, so we don't have to for to take apart all of the pipes and, and spend all the time jackhammering and repairing and losing all that money. But because it was the president, I figured it could be okay for us to do all that damage to his place. And guess what? I found this paper, and I brought it to you, and um, you guys are going to pay me $5 million for this, right? Yeah, and for and then I saw that this paper was um, this um, ultra secret document. It even said on their ultra secret uh, papers to call um, um for to call the people in charge. And so you guys, you know, the Democrats are in charge right now. So I'm a good uh, um, uh Democrat. I mean, little boy, and I did what I was told. Uh, and I'm the victim here. See. And then Trump says, I didn't put anything down the toilet. They're lying. That's him. I was not playing with the ball in the house. And it was Jenny who made me mad. And then I flushed it down the toilet. And because and, and, it was her goldfish, but it got stuck. See, and it was Jenny's fault because um, I, I was you, you let me steal the documents. And so it was your fault that I had them to begin with. Do you see how both sides are playing the victim here? That's what's happening. And that's a story that only children will believe. Right? So when I hear that. So supposedly that they called Joe Schmo, Joe Blow for top secret shit that they stuck in the toilet. They just called some fucking guy. Call who the fuck ever to come and, and get rid of the stole the documents we stole that we were trying to hide, but they got stuck. And we know that because we put it in there and flushed the toilet. Somebody fucking knew if this really happened. Somebody knew that they stuck in top secret, ultra-secret documents, and now we're just going to call some fucking plumber to come and take apart the pipes and trust that that plumber is not going to read them and say, I should turn these in. Only a child would do that thinking that that plumber wouldn't notice it. Okay, So that story doesn't hold weight if you're over the age of 18. Okay, If you have any kind of knowledge as to how plumbing works, snake, auger, it's a machine with a steel pipe, and inside that steel pipe is a, is a little boring device that the machine the machine turns on and it goes, gun, 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 and that pipe on the inside is a, is a wire, a steel wire on the inside that's about a, a quarter of an inch thick by a quarter of an inch thick with these teeth on the end, right? They look like one of those grabby thingies, right, that you guys use if you're a mechanic, you know what I'm talking about. And it it just turns and just grinds up everything and it sticks out from the bottom and it grinds up everything in its path and turns it into mulch so it goes down the drain. That's what they would do to get that clog undone. Any plumber. But this one decided to open the pipes up and then stole the document and snuck off with it in his what briefcase, toolbox. Nobody, nobody does a search on an ultra top secret document way station where there's documents there knowing that i just took the shit and stuck it down the toilet and it got clogged and i called some guy and i'm not going to check to see if he's taken off with it and i'm i'm going to buy that as america i'm going to buy that all the people that were in charge of, of all of that scenario was donald trump and he's so fucking stupid that his iq is 70 so he didn't realize that that could be the possible scenario that might happen Okay, I have to be a fucking child of an IQ of 70 to buy that story. Okay? And that's the story they're they're selling you. Right? Did no one notice these documents the last time we were there, which was like three weeks prior to this event? We were there looking through the documents. So I don't know. These were an ultra, ultra secret that we're in a place we didn't get to see. We found them, though. We found them, and they were stored in a place that wasn't secure. They weren't in the place where they were supposed to be locked up. They were in another place that we found them. We're not going to tell you where yet. And we found them. And that's where he got this document from and shoved it up the fucking pipes and then flushed the toilet and it got stuck, and he called Walt the janitor. And Walt came over and took apart all the pipes and found it and opened it up without doing any damage to it and read it and said, Holy fuck, I need to get this to somebody. Quick. And then he got out of there without nobody noticing or doing any kind of search on him to see if he stole any fucking documents. No, no, I got the documents and flushed them down the toilet just like you wanted. Yeah, no, I didn't know what was down there. I just flushed them. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. And nobody thought, hey, hey, hold on. (laughs) Okay. What's your clearance level? Now, I I find it very hard to believe that in a place that is occupied by a former president, they're going to call Roto-Rooter and have them fucking come and, 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 and fish out Ultra-secret document that got caught in the fucking toilet. Oh, no, Donald Trump was so fucking moronic that he flushed it down the toilet, didn't realize that he got clogged, and he ran away. And the maid came in, and she said, oh, fuck, I better call the plumber. And they just called some Joe Schmoe plumber, and nobody knew the documents were there. Again, he had to get past Secret Service. They were were there all the time guarding the fucking place. Hi, I'm Joe Schmoe plumber. Why are you here? Because somebody said there's a clog. Oh, okay, go ahead. Those guys you think are fucking morons. Their job is to key, is to fucking protect secrets and to protect the fucking president of the United States where they're so fucking stupid that nobody thought to say, hey, let me see your toolbox to see what you're taking in there. No, because he could be taking a bomb in there and getting ready to blow to to kill the president ex-president next time he comes and sits on the toilet. Well we looked at his toolbox on the way in there was no bomb parts. so you left him unattended. While well, he took apart the pipes and found out information and put the pipes together and no one thought to check the guy to see what he's trying to steal, maybe on his way out. Oh, no, no. He's, you know, he's Roto-Rooter. They, they, they're bonded. They don't steal anything. Oh, OK, so I'm supposed to believe that just some guy who works for Roto-Rooter is going to have total access to a fucking place where they have lo- documents that are locked down, that are ultra secret and top secret that have been declassified, and that just any Joe schmo can show up and say, "I'm here because somebody called and said they needed a plumber." Okay, that happens on television, and on television, the TV shows, which are called uh, which are called programs, by the way, because they're programming your intelligence, would do that. I'm here because somebody called for a someone called for a plumber. Oh, all right, come on in. Right, You see them do that all the time on on movies or on television shows, and those are made for children. They're cartoons in real life, no different than watching the the Smackdown on Friday night, which is happening right now as we speak. It's about to go on. In some places in the country, Smackdown is live now. So all the people that were listening to Smackdown left. They're not listening to me anymore because now they think I'm ranting. So I'm supposed to believe that story from those children. If I were a child, I would believe that story. Somewhere in between the two of those stories is the real truth. Okay. So the contention from one kid is this is a lie, it's a witch hunt, it was completely made up because they're going after me because I'm going to run for president and they're trying to stop me from running for president. The other side is, no, he stole some documents from us. We're not, this is not the the droids you're looking for we are not trying to go after him before he can announce that he's running for president right so some people are trying to think now are trying to say on the on the democrat or the republican side that they believe this is a ploy by the democrats because they want donald trump to run why <laughs> because he's easily the target and they're just going to go after him and no one's going to vote for him and everybody's going to turn out that's what they want the scenario to happen and then they're afraid that Ron DeSantis is going to run, and they don't want Ron DeSantis to be the president because they believe he's going to be more ultra-right than Donald Trump, if that's in fact possible. Everything that Donald Trump personifies is what Ron DeSantis is becoming, or is. He's the champion that's actually fucking doing the shit Donald Trump wouldn't do, including doing all the shit Donald Trump did do. And don't get me wrong. If he becomes the front runner, I'll vote for his ass just to get these other motherfuckers out of power and to balance the power out a little bit right because cuz we're the way it's going guys and I'm not saying this cuz you guys I know you're going to trigger half of you and you're going to go oh my god he's a fucking republican I'm not I'm for the freeing of the human soul I'm for neither of these people fucking winning okay but when you have to pick the lesser of two evils you take the conscience over the ego always So in this case, you have to look who's the ego. Well, Donald Trump's nothing but big ego, is he? What is he? What is he actually about? What is he actually about? Ask yourself that question and be and be objective, not politically oriented. Don't fall into the religion. Be an adult, and say what is exactly did they say they were doing, and what exactly did he say he was doing, and what did he do, and what did they do, and what are the results of them, not what they're claiming. This is all leftover from Donald Trump. That's why all this happened. Really, that's weird, because when he was in charge, gas prices were $2 or less, and we had no unemployment, and we were completely self-sufficient in all energy, and we were not relying on, and we were starting to make our own drugs, so we didn't have China that was making all the stuff for us, and we didn't have uh, the, the Middle East giving us gasoline, so we didn't have to pay any of the high prices. No, 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 none of that matters, none of that matters. If they charge the high prices, it's the world market. And therefore, it doesn't matter how much oil we make and how much gas we make for ourselves. We have to charge. No, we don't. No, we don't. That's like me saying that if I have a restaurant and you're charging $1,000 a plate next door at your restaurant, I have to charge $1,000 a plate at my restaurant. Or I charge $20 a plate and everybody comes to my fucking restaurant and not yours, except rich people go there. So the rich people go there and I get everybody else. Or I can start trying to pander to half of your rich people and compete with you. Do you see? So that lie that is being told that if we Americans made our own gasoline, we would have to charge Americans whatever OPEC is charging because we're part of their— No! Donald Trump said, fuck you guys, we're not in that deal anymore. We'll charge what we want to charge, and any of you guys who want to bring your gas in, if you charge too much, we're going to make you pay a tariff, and we're not going to let you sell your gasoline in America. Why? Because we have our own. (laughs) Because we have our own, and we want it for less. So that pissed them all off, because if they wanted to make money, they had to sell it for less. Why? Supply and demand. So that bullshit where they say, no, if we had our own gasoline, we would still have to charge $7 a gallon, because that's what everybody's charging. No. All these companies that are in OPEC are not companies that are American companies. And if they are, you do the same thing you did to Ford, and the same thing you did to all the car companies. Ford said, we're leaving and we're taking all of our uh, stuff overseas. and We're going to make them there. Now. Harley said, we're taking all of our shit into Europe. We're not going to make it good. And we're going to charge you as if you're a foreign power and you have to pay tariffs to get into our country. But we're not going to let you sell your car, your motorcycles for $100,000. You're going to take the loss or you leave your factory open in America. That's what Trump did to Ford and to Harley. Guess what? They started opening their factories back in America so that they didn't have to pay those charges so that they fucking uh, could keep their profits. Same thing with OPEC. Take a civics class, people. Become the adult. Don't listen to the nefarious religion that is the news. That is politics. And those people are sportscasters. They are the priests of that religion, and they think it's funny, and it's fun, and they love it. It's a game to them. It, they're all wishing they were in politics so they could become the reporter. The Same thing with all the sportscasters. They're either guys who couldn't be playing sports, so they became sportscasters, or they're retired guys who can't play anymore, and they still want to be a part of it. So they sit around going, it's first down. And on first down, they're going to run over to the the left. It's a run to the left. No, it's a fake play. It's one of those pass option plays. And they throw back over the middle, and it's a bomb, and he's running. He's going to the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20. That's exactly what they do when they're reporting on politics. You just don't know it. Okay? Both the sportscasters, one is for one side team, and one is for the other team, the local team and the away team. And whatever channel you tune into is the one that's the home team or the away team in the game that's afoot today. If you don't see that, then you're not ready to, because you're not in control of your ego. Okay, now I went another whole fucking half hour and I wasn't going to. Okay? So I love you guys. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. Please share this out, share this out, share this out. This has been Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. This has been the law of one, right? This has been the law of one, and we are on session four, class four, session 6.21. So we'll pick up there at 6.20 next week, and we'll continue from there. All right, guys. And now, Peter, are you talking in Irish to me? (laughs) No, you're not. Okay. Uh, Right? Okay. So have a great weekend, guys. And know that everything that I said was not me ranting in any way nor being political. All of that was trying to show you the ego, the external ego that is in control, that is the dark side of our soul, that is that which we need to go through as a race and as an individual. We need to, we are in hell. We have already descended into hell. It is for you to then. Ascend out of hell to do the work and ascend out of hell. That was what Jesus, Muhammad, all of every single prophet has been trying to tell us and teach us. You are already in the trap. The trap is the ego, the mind. The mind is the little death, the 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 killer of your of your soul. To you listen to the mind is that. Do you see? We unsave this and let me turn that on so you guys can see me, right? So That is what's happening as a collective consciousness. I don't need my glasses on. I'm not reading anything. (laughs) That is what we're going through as a race, as a species, and as an individual. And it is your job to become aware of the trap that you're in. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing it's existence. When someone leads you as a horse to water, they can't make you drink it. You have to choose. Okay. Jesus, Muhammad, Moses... David, Daniel, Elijah, Vishnu, Marduk, Thor. All of those people were trying to show you the same thing, trying to teach you that which the Dao Chi, the book of the book of the way, the Buddha, all of those philosophical thoughts are the same as the Eagles Hotel California. <laughs> the same as Dune, the Dune saga, the same as of uh, Tolkien's Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings saga. They're all the same message. All of it is the same. Moby Dick is the same. All of it. It's the ascension out of ego into the heart, into love, into the creation, back to the one. And the law of one is living that. Understanding and realizing that. And to know that knowledge is to eat the fruit. It's not just the knowledge of good and evil. It's the knowledge of what to do with that. That it is a trap, the trap of the mind. You're stuck here because you're a prisoner of your own device. It's a direct quote from Hotel California by the Eagles. Listen to it. All right, guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys next week.